to Double Law 7, coming to you live from Colin's living room, as we are here to do our second ever in-person commentary. Uh, we are here to do anything but Diamonds Are Forever, as uh, Noah is not here. He was Noah was busy with his dad, so <laughs> we are not doing Diamonds Are Forever today. Noah couldn't make it to Winnipeg, and this was a Winnipeg-only episode. That's right, yeah. Uh, so we're going to skip Diamond Desert Forever. We will eventually get there. Uh, but Ben is here, live with me, and we are going to watch a movie without a baby crying in the background this time. Um, Maybe a Canadian female crying in the background. I don't know if Mallory she's awake or not. Mallory will be in tears by the end of this. Uh, but we're just, we're winging it here. We don't know what we're going to record. So let me just say, my name is Colin, and I have no quote. And my name is Ben, and... I'm Sean Connery. Oh, I'm George Lazenby. Oh, quite illuminating. Oh, old buddy. Um, thought I'd forgotten you, eh? And sorry, sorry. sorry. There, covered all of them. Oh, and Idris Elba. Uh, I'm oh. Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 50 years old. <laughs> Hang on. To, to keep things into checks since everything turns into Tom Hardy. Idris Elba. Whoa. <laughs> oh, um, oh god what we do on these is we do what, what's the website we use for random generation? oh crap i better pull that up eh? Yeah. um <laughs> so we have every single james bond movie in front of me right now or uh, on my desk and uh andrew hedges dot name andrew dot hedges dot name forward slash experiments forward okay. slash random there's a million random number of generators we have to pick the hardest to pronounce url there is Yes, well, we like him. I want one number between 1 and 24. All right. All right, and I am stretching right now, dude. Uh, yes, you just... The microphone isn't that super long. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah, so basically what we're doing right now is doing a usual random number to not do Diamonds After Other, because we do want to say that for Noah, because if we did, he would probably kill us, but, um, you know, we just... We, we felt like we needed to do some form of episode. It's been a while. Um, no Bond's died yet. Um, Danny Boyle quit as director oh so, big news yeah yep breaking news that. there Johnny English 3 is about to come out yeah yep alright anyway so <laughs> <laughs> we're right. stalling people so if I pres- recapping the intro of this episode alright so we've we've done half of them haven't we uh, we're pretty much on half of them I feel uh, we've done 11 out of 24 okay so we can't do diamonds forever your math uh, checks out so uh, number 21 is Casino Royale okay we've already done, done Casino, Casino Royale <laughs> alright so let's try that again really don't I want I want a Brosnan 19. The world is not enough, damn it. We've already done the world is not enough. <laughs> Give me 18 or 17. 18 or 17. 18 or 17. Uh, number three. We've done Goldfinger. Uh, okay. This is going well. Uh, that's why we killed Roger Moore. Let's, listen. Go, let's not kill somebody. Again. All right, well, I've got 24. So Spectre, but you you seem to be flat out against doing Spectre. I'm happy to do uh, Spectre. Well, okay. We'll have to check the running. Is this going to be edited later? Because we have another recording in about two and a half hours. How, how much do we edit? <laughs> on these doesn't it go for like two hours and ten minutes or something is it I thought it was longer than that uh, welcome to 007 well, we don't know the James Bond expert it's completely random Spectre people. running time it goes for two hours and forty minutes yeah holy shit okay we're not doing Spectre <laughs> can we not push we have the other three, three movies left here god damn it alright let's do it again number three golf of dark golf <laughs> Uh, number eight, Live and Let Die. We've done Live and Let Die. Number nine, we've done The Man with the Golden Gun. <laughs> number 17, Golden Eye! Okay. How long does Golden Eye go for? Is. Does Golden Eye go for long? Uh, maybe 
210. Golden Eye. <laughs> oh, people haven't missed this. So as I'm... Two hours and ten minutes. ...finding this movie... Uh, All right. Let's talk about why you're excited to do Golden Eye, because this is the one you wanted today, right? Uh, well, I, I wanted to do a Brosnan, because uh, he's the best Bond of all time. Uh, I, this is my second favourite James Bond movie. Uh, so when we did all our rewatches and we ranked them, I, when we got to this one, I'm like, God, I love this movie. And I very much was thinking to take this over from The World Is Not Enough, but uh, I still love My World Is Not Enough too much to replace that. But uh, to me, this is the second greatest James Bond movie of all time. We ranked Trevelyan as the best villain of all time. Um, I think Where did I'll, I rank this movie? Oh, let's, I don't even know what that list is. Um <laughs> And the song, Overrated, don't get me started. Oh, <laughs> um, no. I think I had that like my top three. Yeah, I think yeah, all of you did. <laughs> and all I was told to drop dead. dead. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's just such a great movie. I mean, this really is one of the most perfect Bond movies, I think. Just, it fits all the, bo- ticks all the boxes of what a James Bond movie should be. Trevelyan is such a good villain. He's got great, great chemistry, great chemistry. chemistry. Uh, Xenia Onatop is maybe my favourite as hench person in any single James Bond movie. She's gotta be up there. Um, you know, Natalia is pretty good. She's okay. <laughs> um, she's there. Uh, Boris is great. Boris. Um, uh, we meet, uh, we've got both Wade and, um, uh, yeah. what's his name? The other guy. Dimitri, not Dimitri. No. Mini Driver. Mini Driver. Star of Mini Driver Pinball. This is officially the first Mini Driver commentary. Oh, uh, yes. I wonder if we can get her to retweet, like, reply to us again with oi. <laughs> oi. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just tweet her right now? <laughs> Golden Eye commentary. Give us an oi. Oi. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> um, all right. So the question you said is where did you rank this? Um, you had this at number eight. Wow. Low, Colin. Um, both Noah and I have this at number two. We're not waiting to tell our audience to... Well, press once it gets to the oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Colin's just getting straight like, into... Three, two, one, go! Oh, FBI warning. See, we don't have the FBI in Australia. And you we don't have, have it in Canada. I don't know why. But for some reason, you have an FBI warning. I think these are imported from Asia, too, because all the subtitles are like Korean, Thai. Okay, well, can we watch it? I've been to Thailand now, so I still wouldn't understand it. Um, the following interviews... Is there people talking outside your house There's right some now? kids playing up Can there. you stop playing, please? We're watching GoldenEye. Can I record a commentary? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did you say about kids not recording? Hello! Um, um, okay. You so do your usual. If, um, <laughs> if people have this queued up, we've killed enough time. True. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so basically, you want to have it paused <coughs> as soon as you see the MGM lion uh, on the MGM logo. And then we're going to count it. What are we going to do? We're going to do a 3 two, one. How about a 3 two, one, oi? 3 two, one, oi. Sounds All right. good to me. All ready right. to go? Yep. 3 two, one, oi! Oh, hang on. My DVD didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. We're in the same room. Uh-huh, that joke's funny. So you're, you're scrolling through all of our episodes as well. <laughs> this is the true vanity of Ben Waterworth. I'm We're trying. We're about to watch the second greatest James Bond movie according to him, and he's like, look at all these great episodes we did. I'm trying to find the overall, overall rankings one so I know where this came overall. God, Colin. Um, now this music is awful. I think I defended it, didn't I? How could you? Because you didn't like the the score for this movie, but I said it wasn't Nobody that bad. Nobody likes the score. like this. Well, I do. But. If, if you come up with a list of the worst scores of all time, every once in a while somebody will throw a 
for your eyes only in there, but it's like pretty much unanimous. This is the worst. The one thing I will say that I really don't understand about this is that he's here, he's about to bungee jump off this dam, then make his way all the way down into a facility, and somehow there's a runway with a cliff at the bottom of this. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's a James Bond movie. Well, it, it doesn't, doesn't make sense that a man that beautiful needs to do this for a living. Why is he not modeling? Gold and I finished fourth overall on our list. That's what I was trying to find. So it would have finished higher had I not ranked it at eighth. What did I rank higher than this? Uh, you ranked higher than this. Uh, the World Is Not Enough, Skyfall, Goldfinger, The Spy, Love Me, Casino Royale, From Russia With Love, and On Her Majesty's Secret That's a Service. solid list. I ranked Spy Love Me number three. I always forget I ranked that so highly. Um, this Does this still hold the record, world record, for biggest ever bungee jump in a movie or something? Didn't this set a record? I don't know if it still holds it, but, I mean, also just bringing back these massive stunts. Because, I mean, the Timothy Dalton movies, they still Here we go, bagging stunts. it out again. Here's Colin. <laughs> but, like, let's be honest. Between both of Timothy Dalton's movies, the greatest stunt was the one that was an accident when they were <laughs> flopping outside the back of the Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. Um, didn't they do this on an amazing race at this same Bunch place? There was like at this facility. They, oh, like, um, I'm pretty I'm sure they did. The mall for some reason. The mall, well, something. Because this is in Switzerland, isn't it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Colin knows a lot about this movie. That's pretty crappy CGI. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you did we establish did you see this in the movies? No, I saw this. Uh, I wanted to see it. Like I had very little exposure to James Bond at the time, but it just I heard so much about it and thought it sounded cool. I saw it on video probably about a year after it came out. But funny enough, it didn't catch on for me. James Bond, even though I like this movie, I think I rented it twice. Uh, it wasn't until I saw Tomorrow Never Dies where I really got James Bond. That's right. I think I just had played the game so much that eventually Dad and I, I'm pretty. Sure, this would have been the first James Bond movie I ever saw. Um, just on, like, VHS or something like that. And then, you know, Dad would gradually show me all the older ones. But, yeah, the first one I saw at the movies was The World Is Not Enough. It was... The things that always stuck out for me was this moment right here. Him oh. hanging upside down the toilet. And then the ejection seat. Such a great introduction. What like, if he had entered there and just went, Thought I forgot, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. What did you eat, mate? Jeez, that stinks. <laughs> Um, it is a Contra Dam. It's in Switzerland. Um, and the stunt was voted as the best movie stunt of all time Can in 2002. explain why there's a butcher at the Contra Dam in Switzerland? <laughs> like, there's giant racks of ribs there. Popular culture. Uh, yeah, it was 11 contestants bungee jumped off the dam as a roadblock task in the first episode of the 14th season of The Amazing Race. Ah, that was one of the last seasons I watched too. I should have known that. So, right now, this is meant to be, like, 1987 or something, isn't it? Because isn't it seven years later or something? It's like seven or eight years, yeah. So, this would have been Living Daylight's time period. Timothy Dalton hasn't changed a bit. Oh, Sean Bean. Sean Bean isn't dying in this scene. (laughs) (laughs) This is what starts it, Sean Bean's death. Well, that's uh, everything everything wrong with, like, every time there's Sean Bean's in a movie, they give a scene every time he's on screen and say, Sean Bean isn't dying in this scene. Like, there are only a handful of actors where they can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. And if Jamie were here right now, she'd be telling you, you know, Pierce Brosnan and Sean Bean are, like, my two guys. So, like, if you had a list of five, like, the list of five, like, women, but if you had a list of five men, 
these two... What, what is this list? <laughs> well, the list of, hey, I'm gay today or something like oh, that. <laughs> well, I wasn't going that far. <laughs> well, why not, Colin? It's 2018. <laughs> Sean Bean's pretty attractive here. Like, look he at him. He was in the running to play James Bond, too. So this could have been the other way around. Pierce Brosnan yeah. could have been Trevelyan. But I think it was a couple years prior to this, too. Um, like He also played a famous character named Sharp, Richard Sharp. There was a TV series, or I guess a series of TV movies in England. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of both the books and the movies. And it basically is like Napoleonic War, James Bond. Right. Did, um... We, we went over, didn't we, in our episode about how the age of Trevelyan doesn't make sense, right? Isn't he, like, basically yeah. they imply that he's about 70 or something well, like that? because he was supposed to have been a baby when World War II ended. And if this is, what, 50 years after that, we're supposed to believe that Sean Bean's in his early 50s. But the role was written, I believe it was originally for Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they changed, you know, to a younger actor and decided not to change the backstory of the character. I want to see, like, a prequel to Goldeneye of just, like, Trevelyan and Bond hanging out in a bar after a mission, you know? Like, like a buddy comedy. Yeah. Like Rush Hour. <laughs> Sean Bean doesn't blink when he's firing this. Like, I could imagine, even if those are blanks on set, how does a human being not blink? <laughs> now, um, you did mention Danny Boyle is no longer doing Bond 25 at the time we're recording this. Yes. <laughs> I will speak closer. Sorry, to I'm actually calling to speak a little My bit closer. My a little sore. Closer into the microphone. Uh, <laughs> Should have a headset, Colin. I, I'm prepared for this. Danny Boyle is no longer doing Bond 25. Um, there are a couple other names that are out there. There's, uh, most of the ones that came up before Danny Boyle, Jan Damage, who, um, uh, who, what was the movie he made? Um, that French one. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, of course, the... Um, uh, the Canadian director, Denis Villeneuve, who did Blade Runner last year and Sicario. Uh, but the name that I've heard thrown around quite a bit was Martin Campbell. Ah. How great would it be if you could just end you know, this era of James Bond on Martin Campbell again? Well, I mean, he's, what, done Goldeneye and Casino Royale, yeah. two pretty universally loved James Bond films. And but, it, but should he maybe wait till the next James Bond actor, considering then he'd keep that trend? So starting yeah. off with Brosnan, starting off with... Uh, Daniel Craig, so then starting off with Idris Elba. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I feel like he's their go-to guy if they're just in trouble. They're like, you know, we know he's going to deliver. We're not going to have problems with him. He's going to make a great movie. I like Ormov. Oh, Ormov's awesome. This this movie has so many... Like The reason I think this clicks more as classic James Bond than the Daltons or even uh, a lot of the Moors from the 80s is because of this. Like, if you go back to From Russia With Love, background characters mm -hmm. were all memorable. They're all amazing. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, it doesn't matter how small your role is, you remember all of these characters. Even random guy who just gets shot because for some reason yeah. he's like, what is it? So how does, like, Trevelyan's laying there pretending to be dead right now. Like, spoiler alert if you haven't <laughs> seen this movie. Uh, and this is my bit where I reckon half of these people died because they're getting crushed by, like, fully loaded barrels, and I got told off for that one. Um, wh why, like, is he just, now that he's escaped, does Trevelyan just get up and be like, oh, shit, he's gone now, right? Like, how do they play this off? Was he un unconscious the whole time? Maybe. And, like, when they capture him, does he kind of just look at Oromov and Oromov's like, come on, get out here, pretend yeah. I've got your hostage. 
I love the dramatic deaths. <laughs> <laughs> the convulsing, having sound like, seizures. Sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great opening. Oh, amazing. <laughs> this guy is just like, oh, I better do something. <laughs> How weak is he? He gets knocked out after one hit. <laughs> Get shot! <laughs> he fell off. And how did they think riding on ice was gonna go? <laughs> ice. You mean Not igloos and ice? Igloos and Eskimos and ice. What killed the dinosaurs? The ice age. <laughs> so yeah, this is a bit where I don't understand. Where's the giant dam above this facility? <laughs> And where's the butcher when all this is happening? <laughs> now, is there any way he catches up with this airplane? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had done this stunt in real life. <laughs> I mean, that looks pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not as bad as the Die Another Day surfing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a knock against Die Another Day. This is what they should do for the reboot of James Bond. He blows up straight away and they're like, oh. <laughs> That's becomes... how you explain the name's Bond, James yeah. Bond, Idris Elba. <laughs> Wasn't the big thing with Danny Boyle that he allegedly wanted to kill Bond off and that um, mm, Broccoli... I and I, from what I was reading, there was like a rumour that Danny Boyle wanted to kill Bond off and that's what the script was. But Daniel Craig and what's-his-name Broccoli were like, no, like we can't kill James Bond. Well, I mean, I think you can't, but the problem is that there's all these people who have the theory that say, well, James Bond is not a man, it's a designation like the name 007. Mm -hmm. Which I guess that would prove said theory. Now, how great are these credits, too? I, yeah, I like the credits. I will establish that I don't dislike this song. This <laughs> like, song's incredible. It's just the, my least favorite of all the uh, Pierce Brothers. <laughs> who can see... That Cheryl Crow is better than this. You know how high? What's her nipple? Oh, there's another nipple. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Ah, oh, damn it. Bit of bush. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to establish how basically um, Joe Don Baker comes back as being one of the worst <laughs> villains of all time, basically two Bond movies ago. So, like, you know, that'd be like if um, Christoph Waltz in Bond 25 is a good guy. Like, he comes back. <laughs> Oh, and Judy Dench. Oh, it's the first Judy Dench movie. You don't like me, Bond. When misogynist dinosaurs roam the earth. I mean, it's such a the way it's kind of got like the Lennon and the Stalin and all that sort of stuff because you know it's no Cold War. I mean, it had been what like six years between Bond films, which is still the longest gap, isn't it? Yeah, between Bond films. But the the fact that this is so heavily centered around the Cold War, I don't think that this. I'm not going to say it doesn't hold up as well, but I don't think that modern audiences really get, you know, how big of a story this was. Because when the Bond movies ended in '89, like that's the end of the Cold War, mm -hmm. they had never been able, or they'd never even been in the position to do a Bond movie that was not taking place during a Cold War. Which I think, kind of like when we talked about, it, didn't we, Casino Royale? That like, I mean, Die Another Day didn't necessarily have a lot of time to incorporate any sort of. Terrorism, yeah. which I mean, we get the one line of the world changed while you were away, yeah. James. But like, yeah, we obviously had the terrorism plot 
in Casino Royale. So, like, I watched a, an interesting movie the other day, which was kind of like ways 9-11 changed the way movies are made. And that was kind of one of the things that, like, we didn't get all movies about Russians being evil anymore. It was all the terrorists that mm-hmm. were the evil. Have you heard the Bono and the Edge version? Uh, I did hear it once. It's not that good. <laughs> Which is crazy to think that they like they wrote it. They just didn't have time to do the recording of this. Like we could have had the U two James Bond, but I would trade the Tina Turner version. I mean, it would be great to have U two doing a song. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're probably past their chance now, wouldn't they? Cause they didn't were... people say that about Sam Smith for years? Oh fuck, Sam Smith! <laughs> oh, his therapist here, James. <laughs> You're just trying to show off the size of your ego. <laughs> Nine years later. So that was 1986. That was before yeah, the Living Daylights. Yeah, Living Daylights. So he did get to play the 80s Bond. He did. Take that, Remington Steele. He looked into the camera there. Who looked in the camera? What? The woman. What a terrible actress. So, when we're doing this, this is pre-Johnny... Oh, what a beautiful card driven by Listen to the music! Um, I love this as much as the next girl. Who's that? The next girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's gorgeous. Can I I just say, Funka Jansen, she Mm. got better looking with age. She has not aged a day. Well, I'm not knocking her here, but like, here I'd put her at like, you know, an eight... I think by the time you finish with the X-Men movies, she's a ten. Can we like, just establish the fact that... You know, we've covered all... I mean, the time of recording this, we've recorded all of Nip Tuck, and the amount of praise and love I give her in Nip Tuck, um, just the best side, non-sort of main character in Nip Tuck's history. Are you wiping your drool right now? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, I'm drooling over Famke Jansen in a Ferrari. Like, come on. <laughs> if that was Natalie Portman in a Ferrari right now, I'd be leaving the room. Oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Is it weird to see James Bond smiling this much? If I have one complaint about Pierce Brosnan in this movie, like I don't think he quite hit James Bond at this point. He smiles way too much. What James Bond isn't allowed to be happy, Colin? No, but I mean, when you have that kind of you know cocky swagger, you wouldn't be smiling. You'd just be like, if you're smiling, you're sort of smiling to yourself. It's not like showing your teeth. James Bond doesn't show his teeth when he smiles. I uh, I disagree. Yeah, I'm fine with it just because it's Pierce Brosnan. He can I do whatever he wants. I want you to try to imagine Sean Connery smiling like this. I must be dreaming. <laughs> Try to imagine Timothy Dalton smiling. End sentence. <laughs> Try to imagine Daniel Craig smiling. End sentence. <laughs> this is why, to me, he's the best Bond. What just... is with this music, though? I don't mind it. This just so you've, have you seen the trailer for Johnny English Three? When yeah. basically they're coming out to the, the they're just cyclists, uh, sir. They're French cyclists, boss, <laughs> and they're impeding Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's just they've ripped that off from Goldeneye. The French, the French. This sequence goes quite a while. It's going into Monaco as well. I was looking at that guy's face. See, smiling too much. No. And, like, what is her evaluation of him going to be at this point? Well, and if she was sent to do an evaluation, why don't you take a drive with him in the mountains? And why doesn't, like, MI6 just send, like, some old granny to evaluate him? Like, okay, what? maybe she's not about, maybe she's, like, a driving instructor. This is, like, driver's ed for double O status. Maybe. But, like, as if you're going to send an attractive woman to evaluate James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
James, I want you to stop this car. Really? <laughs> stop this car at once. And okay, are they just like boning each other on the side of the road in the way to Monaco? So do those bike riders just drive past in a couple of minutes and go, oh yeah, look at them go. I'm more concerned with MI6 is really encouraging drinking and driving here. Yeah. <laughs> They're very loud kissers. That's just a Pierce Brosnan thing. You want him to be loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that singer guy kisses. Yeah. <laughs> Right now, our three listeners are laughing along as if they get the joke. <laughs> this see, oh, just this is to me up there, just with Connery's intro, like first Bond, James Bond. Again, for a secret agent, he doesn't really keep his uh, hidden identity very well, does he? Like everyone knows he's James Bond. <laughs> And there's only one Ferrari, Ferrari in Monaco, so like... Yeah. <laughs> that woman's wearing a nice dress. The one in the white. <laughs> Sorry, I was... Is there a woman in a white dress? I didn't see it. I was... Well, I wasn't looking at her face or anything, but... <laughs> so how does this work? There's no numbers on those cards. I don't know how. Is it Baccarat or whatever it is? Madame wins. That woman's got boobs in the background. <laughs> There's an Asian on screen. Don't say anything racist. <laughs> ben. <laughs> I've been established today, driving around Winnipeg, we pull up at a set of lights, and like these these people in front of us of non-Caucasian descent walk in front of the car, nobody in the car is saying anything, and Colin just turns around and goes, don't say anything racist, Ben. <laughs> That's how Colin Hilding thinks of me, all right? Ah, oh, the 90s when you can smoke in a casino at a table. Where does this rank on the Bond James Bonds? I think I just said it. Like, probably the second, maybe. Like, best uh, behind Sean Connery's original. I mean, I, I want to go up there and say it's even better, but it's not. Because, I mean, that's just the first and the greatest. You can't touch that one. But... For the delivery of the line, I'm going to agree. Um, although I think the Casino Royale, just the whole setting of the scene was perfect. Eh... <laughs> I I you know, I was with Noah though, like the Timothy Dalton first one when he's like you know in that truck or whatever it is, lands on the thing. Bond, James Bond, or my name is Bond, George Lazen. <laughs> what was even Roger Moore's first one? Uh, it was was it with when he was with uh, he meets Solitaire for the first time. Mm. Name is Bond, James Bond. Quite illuminating. My name is Bond, James Bond. <laughs> Nobody understands the rules of this game. Yeah. Just, I'm just watching this King of Austin Powers. <laughs> Allow myself to introduce myself. myself. <laughs> my name is Richie Cunningham, and this is my wife, Oprah. <laughs> I like better. Like, Who does number two work <laughs> yeah. for? That's it. You show that turd who's boss. <laughs> Tom Arnold. <laughs> Straight up with a twist. Don't you love how she has to hold the cigar <laughs> up and he's got the little smirk in his face like, oh, yeah. she's referring to a penis. Whoa. He's tickling like a schoolboy. On a top? 
his reaction is so good there. The thing is, though, which is so great about her name, is that it, like it's such a like a pun name, but like it's not like Pussy Galore mm-hmm. or um, what was the name, Kerry Blowjob or whatever. What? <laughs> Kerry Blowjob. What was the name? <laughs> Golly Goodheads. <laughs> what they're doing but it's just so like on like you know Sean Connery's reaction is perfect like I must be dreaming but like Xenia Onatop kind of does sound like an Eastern European name I was a Canadian that's what we all look like (laughs) like looking in a mirror Mr. Bond nice to meet you Oh, the mime. That's oh, Celine, Celine Dion. Dion's on the left there. <laughs> I was about to say, geez, you look like Celine. My heart will go on. How would you feel if Celine Dion did a Bond theme? Disgusting. <laughs> Celine Dion or sure. <laughs> oh, don't clap that. That was crap. He's, such, he's a bit of a stalker, isn't he? Like... Does he, is he actually there for a mission? Like, is that... He's, is, he, is this the point where he's trying to find the helicopter, or...? Well, he was here for his evaluation. <laughs> but, like, what I mean is, like, he kind of just stumbles across all of this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we don't know that he's on a mission yet, do we? It's I a- knew. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us are quicker than that, Ben. Well, you can ask Mallory about that. <laughs> Manticore. It's a bloody good camera. Like, this is 1995. <laughs> Cameras still don't do that in 2018. Do you remember the um, the frigate level on the GoldenEye video game? When you had to go around the boat mm. and the helicopter took off? I remember that level. No, do I Do you have even... Nintendo 64? We have... Uh, I think we have... A, no, no, no. We have Nintendo 64 games. We don't have a Nintendo 64. Oh, well, that's Jamie right. had one. She borrowed it to somebody and they never gave it back. Oh, Jamie... And say we can play Goldeneye. Janus. 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 <laughs> Listening to this on AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the night shift <laughs> with, with money penny. <laughs> Can we just point out that, like, the way they talk, they know that he's, like, a sleaze who just sleeps around. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, an advisor's no contact with them. It's like, 2018 James oh, Bond. How are they going to make another Bond movie with all the, the you know, sexual harassment uh, stuff going on Sexual harassment. Panda. <laughs> Is it, do you classify this as the first sex scene in James Bond? Or do you go to the Halle Berry... I'm convinced that they still have their underwear on here. <laughs> but, like, because that was the first Bond movie. Like, I don't know how you do your ratings. That We have, like, rated M, and it will say, like, mm-hmm. low-level coarse language, you know? And that was the first James Bond movie to ever say, like, low-level sex scene. I don't remember what it was... Ra- I do remember it was rated 14A. Well, like, ratings are different in every province here. And mm-hmm. I think ours was 14A, which basically is, like, if you're... Under the age of 15, you need a parent with you. So so if it's every single province, what happens if, like, you've you got to be 14 to see it in, you know, 
uh, Manitoba, or you've got to be 15 to see it in, like, Ontario. So, like, people in Ontario just cross the border to go see Goldeneye or something like that? If, if they were willing to spend about, you know, $40 in gas <laughs> to go see a movie. Great security in um, luxurious yachts in Monaco in, two, in 1995. How about those baggy 90s clothes? <laughs> oh, he just stared at a... <laughs> James Bond's got a very good skill of looking at reflections in small things. Yeah, <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> How does that knock that guy out? He's a weak guy. He broke up a real big sweat. He's pretty out of shape. <laughs> that was about five seconds of your time, and the talent laughing. did most of the work. Ugh, oh, they're off for the royal wedding, you can tell by the hats. <laughs> oh, Canadian. Chuck Farrell. You never get to see the face of that person. Like, who is it? Who is the fake person? That guy. <laughs> but, like, you, you see the side of them. I wonder if that is played by the same actor. It's like um, uh, Dom, uh, uh, Domino's brother in Thunderball. Mm. Is that the Michael G. Wilson cameo in the back there, or is he somewhere else here? I wasn't looking there. That guy had the most Frenchiest French accent I've ever heard. Bonjour, baby. Please to the back. <laughs> I'm French. I'm going to run away now. <laughs> what people always say, like, French is the most elegant language. And then they give the harshest accent when mocking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, all I can think of when I think of French is like, ha oh, I'm French. I am so elegant. <laughs> Look at me, so dainty and special. <laughs> going to walk across that balance beam. Europe's answer. And there's people just rowing. The rowing team in the Monaco back. Harbour. <laughs> That's the Monaco Olympic rowing team going to at, um, Atlanta in 1996. Why is there a French flag in Monaco? Well, what, what is the language of Monaco? French. <laughs> but, like, it's a technically its own country at the bottom of France. These guys are just horny little shits. Like everybody is. It's a James Bond movie. Yeah, I guess it's Zenyana top as well, though. <laughs> I, I would be. This <laughs> <laughs> okay. this music. This is music. Yes, Colin. That's... Doom, doom. <laughs> I think there's like dolphin noises. Lieutenant Francois Bruges. That is like the Frenchiest name in the world. Lieutenant Francois. Huh? I mean, how bad is the security here that he still manages to <laughs> push past like two military people? Why aren't they opening fire on him? <laughs> and somehow he gets out of this situation like the Monaco FBI doesn't arrest him. He wasn't pirating movies or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's very proud. Look at him. <laughs> I am French and I'm staying at the helicopter. Oh, may we oui. look at the go. <laughs> It's running away like any French person should. <laughs> Run as fast as you can, Frenchie. Ah, oh, it's a dog sled. Do you ever think watching this movie that all those dogs are probably dead right now? <laughs> I know all the dogs are dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is there really a place called Seven Iron in Russia? Uh, Google it, Colin. Uh, Unplug my phone. They're right in front of you and they open very large doors. <laughs> I can love Boris. Oh, when you could say things like that and not get a hashtag on Twitter for it. 
Talk about daggy clothes. Look at the cardigan with this thing. (laughs) And why do they speak English at a remote Russian facility? (laughs) Severnaya Zemlya. Russian Arctic. Oh, so it does exist. Yes. Well, he probably wouldn't because in real life he's gay, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love Alan Cumming. Do I say my famous Alan Cumming on your face? (laughs) (laughs) No, Ben. And uh, it's still so disappointing he never came back for another X-Men movie. We got two X-Men in this movie. We do. Yeah. Three when Pierce Brosnan gets cast as Rogue or something like that. (laughs) Pierce Brosnan as Rogue. (laughs) He suits the role very well. Knockers. And then, of course, Alan Cumming went on to be in the great Spy Kids. Oh, I love him in Spy Kids. Ugh, you just said the sentence, I love in Spy Kids. <laughs> I love the Spy Kids movies. No. Slugheads. I am invincible. You know who I missed when I watched this movie? Lancey. Because she was dating that guy called Boris. Boris. <laughs> Boris. Boris. <laughs> And if he had taken her name, it would have been Boris Morris. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I wonder what happened to Lancey. I haven't talked to her in a long time. Don't you love that, like, everything on the screen's in Russian except for what he's typing? Yep. His toolbar is all Russian. I don't get this. So, like, this is a password that comes up later, but why does she have to later hack into the U.S. Department of Defense or whatever it is? Uh, can you ask me in an hour? <laughs> <laughs> and why do they have, like, little, um, weird avatars in, like, 1995? Wait, you didn't have those in 1995? I didn't have the internet in 1995. <laughs> Mallory wasn't born in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that in these old 90s movies, there's sound effects for yeah. everything that happens on a computer. <laughs> and that every time they have to, like, do something, they never use mice. Like, yeah. everything is done yeah, exactly. with keyboards. <laughs> really? I love how everyone looks at him. Oh, there's just Boris, Boris. the office idiot. So I always used to get confused. Well, not confused, but like, spoiler alert, he's evil. So <laughs> he obviously right now knows that they're about to arrive, right? Mm-hmm. And that he sees them and then he's obviously waiting in the helicopter as they go off and blow it up or... Mm-hmm. But how does he fit in the helicopter? Because it only fits two people. He just ran into the woods. <laughs> you go into the woods today. He's so not cut out for that sort of stuff, though. <laughs> like, look at him. the helicopter landing. I wonder if people thought at the time... I mean, we think about this now, but 1995, we'd never seen a James Bond movie with, like... A nerdy henchman. Mm. This character was clearly set up for, oh, well, you know, he's innocent. If he's going to survive this, he's going to be one of the heroes. Yeah, because nerds back then were still like, nerds! Yeah. <laughs> what an ugly teapot. You're offended by the teapots? <laughs> I'm movie? offended by this teapot. Can we do a rankings episode of teapots <laughs> in James Bond? He's dead now, isn't he? That guy. Didn't we? Warmoff? St- yeah. Didn't we look him up? I think we. I think he's dead. <laughs> well, he should be. <laughs> <laughs> he's old and Russian. Oremov. Goldeneye. 
played by Gottfried John. Yeah, we've totally looked him up before. Yeah, died in 2014. Oh. Too soon. Rip. Rip Gottfried. He's in Proof of Life. I remember that movie. It's when Russell Crowe and Meg Ryan were together, wasn't it? That's the the movie that ruined Dennis Quaid's life. (laughs) Dennis Quaid! Who would win in a fight, Dennis Quaid or Kevin Costner? Oh, Kevin Costner. (laughs) Who would win in a fight, Kevin Costner or Michael Keaton? Oh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton's got more rage. Who would win in a fight, Alan Cumming or Oromoff? Dead Oromoff. Oromoff. (laughs) He's in the military. He wears a mean toque. Look at that. (laughs) This is just like how great Onatop is. She just like mows down a whole room of people with a smile on her face. And then she's like, ah, ah, ah. And this is what, uh, you know, people talk about, oh, it's it's unfair that, you know, uh, women aren't treated the same as men. They're treated better in this case because when Christopher Walken did this a few years earlier, it was like, oh, that's disgusting. You shouldn't have violence like that in the James Bond movie. People let her get away with it. This is why this is so great, too, because, like, what, Mayday. Mayday, my man. My man. Uh, and what, Rosa Clare were like the first. We went over this, didn't we, in the villains one about the... Female Henson. Yeah, but... Well, there's Fiona Volpe in Thunderball, too. Oh, uh, yeah. But, like, besides the, the sexual stuff, you don't really see her as a woman, if you know what I mean? Like, I Who? Mean, on a top. Like, I mean, well, I see her as a woman. <laughs> Trust me, I see her as a woman. But, like, it's not thrown in your face that she's a female. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is, this is, you and I have said this so many times. Like, you know, oh, women's superhero movies. It's so great. They're finally changing. Like, don't care. I don't care if it's a man or a woman, mm-hmm. as long as they're good. Like and she's great. She's and a great don't character. Draw te- don't draw attention to her being a woman any yeah. more than you draw attention to somebody being a man. Exactly, exactly. And that looks very. Those effects realistic. are not good. That's Tasmania. That's like diamonds are forever effects. <laughs> Still says the CCP on it. I love that the Earth is spinning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day on Earth is about twenty six minutes. Why would like if I'm in a place? And there's, like, gunshots. I'm not putting my head around the corner. <laughs> I'm hiding. Well, they're coming in here. They're just assuming everybody's in the same room. There's nobody who could have been, I don't know, like, taking a dump at that point. <laughs> and Check the you, bathrooms or something. If you had your headphones in or something like that, and you didn't yeah. hear it. Mmm, like, still warm. She looks so good in her uniform. She has joy out of shooting anything. Do you reckon her and Oromov hooked up? Oh, guaranteed. (laughs) I bet you her and Boris did, too. (laughs) I always think she said, I hit the ventilate someone. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) I hit the ventilate someone. That looks terrible. The entire earth has no (laughs) landmass to it. (laughs) It's just sky and ocean. Yeah, where is Boris right now? In one of the jets? Are they MiGs? No? Ah, uh, in a new MI6 building. Which is now destroyed. 
Yeah. See, Spectre. It's a lot silver. <laughs> Good evening. Oh, she's got long hair. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Samantha Bond as Money Penny. I am. The thing is, though, right, like, this is 1995 and we got the whole thing about sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. You know, and now everyone's making it a big deal like it's only new. Like, it became a real thing in the 80s and yeah. the 90s. And well, hence- so much... Th- this movie, 23 years ago, mm-hmm. addresses it with the way they portray her character, which I think is one of the problems I have with her. The same as M in this movie. What they're not doing with On a Top, they're doing with M and Money Penny. They're almost making it... It too much of a like a nod to the audience. Hey, we're progressive. Like yeah, I, I agree, but I think it's it's just done in a way though that doesn't bother me. Like just kind of just that throwaway line, like this could qualify as sexual harassment. And the fact that he doesn't care. Yeah, in like 2018, right now, uh, James Bond would be discredited. Fifteen more women would come yeah. out and say the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> Hashtag <Ta-da>! me too. <laughs> Oh, look at Tanner looking all young and attractive there. Well, th- this guy came back for Tomorrow Never Dies as Tanner, too, right? Yeah. I think it was, like, one brief scene. This, isn't he in two more? No. No. Because they, they have um, the other with, dude. Uh, um, Black Tanner. <laughs> Colin Salmon. What's his name in the movie? I like him. Robinson? Yeah, that's it. Robinson, yeah. There's Michael G. Wilson. That's his cameo in the background there. That's Judy Dench. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> that's Michael G. Wilson. <laughs> you can tell by the mustache. <laughs> Judy Dench slaps people. I miss Judy Dench. Oh, is someone Jake breaking into Casper the house? back from a wedding. Over. Oh, man, this, is, this recording is going to go really well. Someone's breaking into the house, and we're going to have people. Hello, Hello. Casper. We're recording a commentary on Goldeneye. What do you have to say about it? You can probably pause that. Sorry. Were we able to pause this? Um, yes. We'll pause for our listeners. You can continue to listen. This will be seamless. Yes. Three, two, one, pause. <laughs> that was Hell, a good... That was seamless. Wow. I know, right? A day did not go past Magic. at all. <laughs> we made Jamie and Casper and Mallory disappear. They may be back soon, though. <laughs> and in the day that has occurred since... <laughs> 30 yes. seconds ago, we may have gotten our timing mixed up. There may be some slight, yes, yeah. we may be off by a few seconds, so we so apologize. So GoldenEye exists, says M. If you are seeing Trevelyan revealing himself as being evil. <laughs> oh, sorry, spoiler. Steal the GoldenEye, it's a perfect getaway vehicle. Tanner needs to brush his hair. <laughs> I, I may have mentioned this to you before, but I haven't mentioned on the air that um, Jamie, who has not ever been a fan of Pierce Brosnan... Uh, Why did you marry her? <laughs> decided to watch Remington Steel with me, and mm. she likes Pierce Brosnan in about 10 years younger than this. I think my mom used to watch Remington Steel. My mom not only watched Remington Steel, but she would brag for years that, uh, you know, when Pierce Brosnan was casting James Bond, that she spent all of the 80s saying, this guy would be the perfect James <laughs> Bond. And of course, when he was casting Goldeneye, like I think we mentioned this on other episodes, that uh, I remember the press conference, like they always do the press conferences, mm-hmm. and seeing him, I'll be like, the guy from Mrs. Doubtfire! <laughs> I think... She's the, way too sweaty to be out in Siberia. The only thing I've seen... I've seen him in Mrs. Doubtfire, I've seen Dante's Peak. What else would I have seen him in? You mean before Bond? 
Because Dante's Peak came after Goldeneye. I would have seen Mrs. Doubtfire before I ever saw Goldeneye. Uh, yeah, Dante's Peak, obviously. I mean, that's James Bond and Sarah Connor stopping a volcano. What's yeah. not to like? Whatever happened to Linda Hamilton? She's going to be in the new Terminator movie. Oh, another one. Yeah. <laughs> but never fear, James Cameron has some attachment to this movie, and he hasn't made a bad movie in the last ten years. Well, he's made two in twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean that the new Terminator is going to be the most successful movie of all time, given his uh, recent track records? Most overrated movie I of all time. <laughs> I've actually only ever seen Avatar once at the movies, and I remember going like, eh, it was okay. It wasn't as good as everyone says it is. Like, what's so groundbreaking about it? it? I mean, for the 3D at the time, nobody had seen anything like it, but I just remember watching the movie and like, yeah, this was, you know, fun for an alien version of Last Samurai. Isn't it just Pocahontas? <laughs> it's like Pocahontas, right? Yeah, it's, it's every story that had already been told a million times. She looks quite um, brooding and sort of alluring there, Em. Alluring? Even with the short hair. I know, right? Put a wig on it. <laughs> you don't like me, Bond. Is, is it weird that Pierce Brosnan has more hair than she does here? <laughs> Not necessarily just on her head. <laughs> Back when Bonds were real men. I do like the way he reacts to that, though. Like, he's just stern look on his face. Like, the thought had occurred to me. Yeah. This is something that... I, I think that everybody will credit this movie for. It's not just... I, I think I did comment on the episode. I think they go a little bit too far in this movie with the whole male-female uh, dispute between the two of them. But I just like the idea of having M at odds with Bond. Because every yeah. time we've seen it before, whether it was like the Robert Brown or um, uh, any of the... like, Well, the Robert Brown was the other, only other one that really was ever at odds with Bond. But it's more just Bond being submissive or defiant. This is like... They're holding their own against it. They just don't like each other. But I, I love the fact that he kind of... You can tell in his facial expression the way he kind of comes around in it pretty quickly. Like, even that bit when he's just, like, point taken. Yeah. And then just this standoff. And then the this bit when she's about to say, like, Oh, and Bond, do come back alive. Like, it's just... It's just the way it happens just works really well. I just wish you would, Try not to muck it up, 007. The, the one bit, though, that, like, I think we talked about this in the rankings, though, is, like, why they need to throw in the line, like... And your boyish charms, although wasted on me. Like, it's like, yes, because, you know, automatically because she's a woman, we assume Bond's going to bone M. Well, he probably would have. Well. Connery would have. Yeah, well, Roger Moore would have. I mean, Roger Moore was older than M, so. <laughs> Is that meant to be Red Square? Isn't Red Square, like, extremely busy? Well, I think, did it say St. Saint- oh, Saint Petersburg, wrong city. This guy's great, too. Checky Cario. Yeah, I like him. Uh, we just saw the other day Addicted to Love. I loved him in Addicted to Love. Was he in, uh, I have not seen Addicted to Love in so long. Um, the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Oh, uh, it's another movie I haven't seen in so long. <laughs> he was like sleazy Frenchman for the, that age. He looks kind of like he'd play a good Frenchman. He looks like he can play a Frenchman? Well, he kind of looks French. I mean, he is French. Oh, okay. Well, I see. believe. <laughs> He's so uh, good at playing Russian. Oh, in this he's movie. Turkish. Well, he's Turkish and French. Is he still with us? Yes, he is. He's only sixty-four. Oh wow! And didn't we work out that um, Arufkov or whatever his name is? He's not really Russian. He was like, was he Georgian or German or something? Or hey, Michael G. Wilson. I was about to say that was him there, wasn't it? My family's from Georgia. The state? Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, but technically, the- it was Russia at the time. Which interesting history lesson on Georgia here. Um, my uh, family on my mom's side, we always were considered to be Russian because it was under rule. But Georgia is like the most conquered nation in the world's history. Well, so than France, <laughs> P- people just yeah, people just come in and then they throw up their arms. All right, you're a new rulers. Hail the great overlords of Russia. Yeah, but Georgia probably fights back a little bit more than France, right? Like- <laughs> <laughs> they did for at least five days. <laughs> well, France is like five minutes. No, you may not come into our country. Yes, we can. Okay, come on in. <laughs> Try the croissants. <laughs> Jackie Cario has not been in anything since Addicted to Love, I think. He's gone back to France. What a handsome man, though. He's pretty, you know. That guy's not. French James Bond. I love that reply. Yes, defense minister. It, it, we're going to do the Addicted to Love commentary here for a second, but I just loved his character who was supposed to be like the big villain and then you realize he's just kind of like this naive guy and I just remember him being this foreigner in the movie that he once uh, um, had this running thing where he would continue to say like, I will rape your skull! And other characters in the movie in Addicted to Love would be like, what is he talking about raping my skull for? <laughs> All I remember from that movie, doesn't like Meg Ryan and Matthew Rogers just like hide out in some bunker or something and just yeah. watch them forever? <laughs> With cockroaches and everything, just spying. Now pay attention to 007. Didn't we vote this as like one of the best Q scenes or the best oh, Q scene? Oh, it has to be, yeah. Uh... I mean, it's just like, you know, the Sean Connery introduction. You can't top the Sean Connery one from Goldfinger. But I think if you're honestly comparing these two scenes side by side, this one is a more entertaining scene. I would agree. Desmond Llewellyn. The thing that's just so amazing about watching this is that this is Pierce Brosnan's first one of these scenes, but it just feels so natural immediately. Like, there's nothing about this scene that doesn't feel like he's been James Bond forever. I think in order to be James Bond, you have to get it on your first try. Yeah. And uh, different people grow into the movie. Like, you know, Roger Moore himself will criticize his portrayal of Bond all the way up until The Spy Who Loved Me. But honestly, Roger Moore got it from the beginning. You know, I, Sean Connery got it from the be- beginning. Pierce Brosnan got it from the beginning. I noticed you uh, missed a couple of people in that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, da- well, in, in all fairness, even to, in all fairness, even to Timothy Dalton, they were playing different characters and kind of trying not to make them typical Bond. Oh, how great is this phone book gag? Yeah, let's go. Obviously, they're testing these here, but this guy actually like, oh, they got a phone booth in here. I needed to call my wife. This is one of those weird ones, though, that like that tray you never see again. Mm-hmm. Like, as in, there's a few things here, isn't there, where you just never see it again? Uh, the tray, I was wonder if that was like the callback to, I can't remember if it was Moonraker or Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, I black out Moonraker. <laughs> 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 How many times are we click it again? <laughs> oh, grow up, double seven. Grow up, double oh seven. Every time I watch this movie, I always get a pen and I like to do the yeah. boris things. <laughs> click, 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 spin around your head. Click, 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 spin around your head. I actually had a silver pen. Freddy! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about this, Freddy. <laughs> Love you, Lucy. <laughs> this old man running. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> No, that's too early. We don't want to know about that song. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Is this the only time that Q's ever amused with a Bond line? I always forget that guy in the background. <laughs> don't touch <get> that! <laughs> that's my lunch! I wonder if, like, was that written in the script for Desmond Llewellyn to have a bit of a chuckle there? Or do you think, like... He just literally found that funny. That, that was actually that Desmond Llewellyn's yeah. lunch. That was unscripted. Cut the cameras. Pierce is touching my lunch again. 
I just want Bond to walk up to him and shoot him into the head. I thought you were dead! <laughs> Where are your model toys now? <laughs> right now, I just want a Bond. Moffy. <laughs> Moffy. <laughs> that could totally be our secondary go-to line for Pierce Brosnan. Moffy. Moffy. <laughs> so I forgot you, eh, Moffy? <laughs> I never understood this when I was little. I did not, like, get why he, like, this whole sequence. And I was like, why does he, like, make him show him his bum? <laughs> <laughs> Is he still alive, Joe Don Baker? Joe Baker, I can find out. I'm still kind of surprised that they didn't continue to use him. Well... Did we not go over this that this is poor man's Felix? Like, this should have yeah. been Felix. But since they had written out Felix, technically, in the previous movie. Well, Brosnan's the only one to not have Felix, right? Yeah. Except for, well, does Lazenby? Lazenby doesn't have Felix. Uh, no, that's right. Well. He didn't even come to his wedding. Movie. That's right. <laughs> Muffer. Now, what did he know? Did he just know you have a tattoo of a rose and he's surprised by the Muffy there? Don't know. He's almost disgusted. like, Muffy? (laughs) I tried to click on Jodan Baker and got Fomka Jansen. Ah, what a shame that is. Uh, He's 82 years old. Oh. And he's still alive. He'd be someone you could get an interview with, surely. He could have been James Bond. Last movie he made was Mud in 2012, which is a great movie with Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Muffy, Muffy, Muffy. <laughs> CIA budget cuts. I think it would have been cool, like, um, had they mentioned something about Felix, though. Like, yeah. I'm Felix's replacement, or, you know, Felix is still recovering. He still misses dinner! <laughs> I'm just lending a hand, <laughs> Felix. <laughs> That's a weird car. <laughs> oh, Zukovsky. And, 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 and Mini Driver. <laughs> How great is this line here? I gave him the limp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, IBM. <laughs> I do like the, the, the sleazy computer guy that he yeah. tightens his tie up. Oh, and as you said, he's sexist. <laughs> a woman. This is a shop that has six computers. She comes in and orders like 50,000. You're like, well, he's talking down to her because she's a woman. But I also do like the fact that like... Is everything okay? Everything except the interruption. Everything but the interruption. <laughs> How dumb computer salespeople were in the 90s. And <laughs> straightens his ties. <laughs> um, That's where Pierce Brosnan got it from. <laughs> would it really have made sense for people to be buying computers for the Americans and the Swedes in Russia? <laughs> As you said earlier, it's a James Bond movie. <laughs> she does a pretty good Russian accent in this movie, too. Isn't she, like... She's uh, Swedish and Polish. Well, um, he does a good accent, too, Alan Cumming. Because he's English, isn't he, Alan Cumming? Yeah. Thought you were dead, eh? <laughs> <gasps> it's 
Slughead. Now, the, I, I have to say, the only other movie I've seen, I, I can't even pronounce her name. Um, Natalia. Well, I know Natalia. That I can pronounce. <laughs> uh, but the actress name. The only other movie I ever remember seeing her in was Vertical Limit. I've seen, oh God, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Wow, these are all blasts from the past. Now available via the Oz Network. Blast from the past. Jimmy? Jimbo? You took his girl. <laughs> so she did an episode of Alias. Oh, surely you remember that. She was in Reign of Fire with Matthew McConaughey. That was a terrible movie. I liked Reign of Fire. It's got dragons in it, right? Yeah. And Christian Bale. And uh, Exorcist the Beginning. Uh, also, she made a movie called Cougar Club in 2007. Oh. Which is ex- based on the case exactly what you expect it to be. A, ca- a case of... Like the DVD case. Oh. Oh. See you, Felix. <laughs> Moffy. Moffy. <laughs> that would have been so good in, like, um, either Die Another Day or Skyfall doing throwbacks. And yeah. they had just dropped a Muffy. <laughs> bring back... Hashtag bring back Muffy. Yeah. Well, I want the, I want the spin-off. If they ever do make this Bond extended universe, I want the Muffy backstory with Jack Wade. You think, like, 23 years later, the Muffy tattoo is more saggy or is it more bloated? <laughs> I think you got it redone. <laughs> you know, like, I never really find Natalia attractive, but she's got a moment. Like, she looks pretty good there. She's all right. I think, that, like, the time when I saw this movie, I probably preferred her over Xenia. Get out. Now, now, I mean, <laughs> not in a million years. I think that Russian woman praying is pretty attractive. <laughs> That's a sexy old woman there. I kind of, like, she's never one of the Bond girls that stands out as, like, oh, so good. But, yeah. But whenever you watch it, though, like... She's not bad. Yeah, she's by no means terrible. When we do our rankings of the adequate Bond girls, <laughs> she'll be in the top five. Yeah. Oh, it's Hagrid. Another character that like bit. you could easily bring back even today. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> Such a great introduction. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw Harry Potter. I'm like, oh my god, it's Sikorsky. There she is. Moffy. <laughs> Mini driver. <laughs> Star of the Golden Eye Pinball Machine. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a great TV show now called Speechless. It's hilarious. I because follow on social media and she's always promoting it. It looks pretty good. She was great in Will and Grace. I don't think you ever watched Will and Grace, no. did you? But like, it's a Karen sort of remarried John Cleese. Like John Cleese was in it for a while, and then she was no, she played someone who slept with Karen's ex-wife, and she was just really funny. And then I think she ended up sleeping with John Cleese or something like that. Oh, it was just really funny. It's funny. This is 1995. And of all actors in this movie, to think that two years later, she would be the biggest star. Like, she's Gross Point Blank and Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> oh, I just love Pierce's reaction to this scene. The only time that Bond ever gets frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the new M is a lady. (laughs) 
I do like the the guy in the background. Do you have any idea how cold it gets in Russia? Tell him, Dmitry. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. <laughs> What a handsome man. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan's not bad, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say his hair is a bit much in this movie, though. Oh, his reaction here. <laughs> I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Yellow balls! Yellow balls! That's he for? <laughs> to the right! To the right! <laughs> I mean, looking all the town for this. Bye! <laughs> This is another just... It's a classic Bond thing where he would have these connections like Karen Bay. Mm. Which we don't really have in Daniel Craig films, do we? No. I mean, he's barely connected to Felix in those. He just gets mentioned by name now. Isn't like Monica Bellucci meant to be coming back for the next one? Like, Yeah, a... I know Daniel Craig said he wanted her back. Yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of like Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible movies. I want to sleep with this woman yeah. and this... <laughs> I think it's going to be sad, though, like, because um, Christoph Waltz is, like, said, like, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Unless it's kind of, like, one of these things where, you know, they're trying to throw us off the scent. But I just feel you need to close off Daniel Craig with the ending after Spectre. You need to have Christoph Waltz and Leia Sedu come back. I mean, I think Leia Sedu, you have to. But I was thinking recently about the Christoph Waltz thing and that wouldn't it be helpful the same way that having M show up in Casino Royale. It doesn't even have to be Christoph Waltz, but something to get people excited about a new Bond. Hey, we're going to continue the Blofeld story. True, that's a good point. Do you reckon they'll rush into a new Bond or wait a few years between drinks similar to what they did after Pierce and after Timothy Dalton? Uh, I honestly think they're going to do it much quicker. I think they're probably already lining up a new Bond. I mean, they were, before Craig signed on, there was all like the Jamie Bell and uh, all the other guys apparently they were talking to. Oh, here it comes. This is where Jamie doesn't have to be in the room because we're going to get excited yeah. enough right now. <laughs> Look at that chest hair. See, like, this is my point about James Bond. We don't need him to be, like, chiseled and 12-pack and, like, oh, he's so hot. Like, James Bond doesn't need to have a rig, all right? He just needs to have a bit of chest hair. <laughs> you, you know, like... Did Roger Moore have chest hair, though? Well, who cares? It's Roger Moore. <laughs> no one looks at him as he's attractive. His personality that won you over with Roger Moore. Just Jamie and your mom. He ticks all the boxes, right? He's hot. He's got personality. <laughs> Except he's the dead. singing. Thank you, Ben. The singing, like, that's why I don't watch Mamma Mia. Oh, I thought we were talking about Roger Moore. Oh. Wait, I just killed Pierce Brosnan just because I misunderstood what you said. Now, well, what a great scene this is, too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory's out of the room. <laughs> I don't know which one I should be more aroused about, right? <laughs> I do love that line, though. You don't need the gun. That depends on your definition yeah. of safe sex. <laughs> and also, I do love the no, no, no. Yeah. No take- more foreplay. <laughs> they would always show that line yeah. on trailers. No more foreplay. And this is where Famke Jansen broke a rib. In one of these scenes. Well, hers when- or his. <laughs> 
No, he broke another bone. Um, no, he, <laughs> one of the bits here when he like grabs her and shoves her against the wall. Uh, she broke her rib, but apparently she wanted to keep going because she's like, "No, like keep going. This is good." Um, I have a fun theory that I think you're going to get a kick out of. Uh, I don't think that she's playing a character. <laughs> like I've seen her in a lot of other movies. She's not that good of an actress. She is really into this. Watch uh, Nip Tuck. <laughs> All the same time, this is pretty much the same scene with her and Hugh Jackman from X Men Three. <laughs> she really likes it rough. <laughs> the great thing about her Nip Tuck, though, it's got one of the best twists in TV. Like you just have no idea what's happening with it, and then it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> she turns out to be a man. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen Nip Tuck, <laughs> no, 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 no more foreplay. And her reaction here. I just love... She She basically throws, like, a childish temper tantrum. Yes. This is like Casper throwing himself on the ground. <laughs> the pleasure was all mine. Ah, <laughs> oh, sexist, he bashes a woman. You don't actually see it, though. Like, I wonder if that's deliberate. He like, got that shot from Oddjob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who throws a shoe? Honestly. <laughs> I have a lump there, you idiot. I was really sad that Mallory watched the first Awesome Powers and she thought it was stupid. Oh, I'm that's like, the only one that's worth watching. Oh, the second one's got its moments. Yeah, it some moments. But, but the, moments. the version that we watched was, like, missing all the best scenes. Like, the bit when the henchman gets cold and it's like, no one understands how painful it is for the wife of a henchman. <laughs> as long as it has the, no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Move, get out of the way. Do you really think, like, a statue graveyard like this exists anywhere in the world? Uh, well, it's Russia. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible in Russia. It's the Florida of the world. Hello to all our Floridian listeners, if you're listening. <laughs> Which you're not. <laughs> you're running away from alligators and Trump supporters. I do like... You've got to love the music here, though. Like, it's so creepy the way you hear, like, the sort of the Russian, like, oh. It's It's good for, like, the mood, but it's not memorable. I don't want to listen to this on a playlist. This is kind of creepy, though. The scene or the music? Well, just the whole sequence, and then, like... Just the first time you see this, and when you hear the, Hello, James. It's Sean Bean! (laughs) Who is 56 years old at this point. It's a great twist. Is this the best twist in James Bond? Uh, uh, Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) I mean, if you're not counting the the Vesper thing, but if you read the book, you already knew it was coming. I mean, and again, I love Sean Bean so much, but I just can't help but think how much... Not this movie would be better with Anthony Hopkins, because I, I think I ranked Sean Bean, like, number two or number three on my villains. You had him number two, because mine came down to Trevelyan or Silver, and I me yeah. putting Trevelyan number one made him number one. So, sorry about that. Sorry! <laughs> sorry! <laughs> but like, this movie just makes no... When you watch this scene, it's just... No, he's not in his 50s. <laughs> He wasn't alive during World War Two. 
Anthony Hopkins in this scene, you could tell like it must have been a last minute scramble to replace Anthony Hopkins because they didn't even bother to do the rewrite. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is one of these people that we've talked about before, like classic Bond villains who mm-hmm. would be your top ten. I mean, you know, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> um, well, oh, oh, sorry, Christopher Plummer. Sorry, <laughs> they could make Kevin Spacey happen now because no one would care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean. We've talked so much over the years about how so many Bond villains are trying to be, like, the carbon copy of Bond. And, you know, obviously, like, Scaramanga was probably the closest they ever yeah. got to it. But, I mean, this is it's kind of like when we talked about in World Is Not Enough how it seemed to take them such a long time to have a female villain. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we've technically gone over, like, Rosie Cleb and that sort of stuff. But, like, this is just such a great idea to have a former MI6 agent sort yeah. of turn against MI6 and be evil. And it's it's one of these ones where you think, like, why hadn't they done that before? I mean, this was what the... Was this the 17th Bond film? So, like, you know, mm-hmm. it took them a long time to get to it. So... I would really love to know people who watch this movie for the first time, let's say, in the last few years, how big of a laugh they get out of Sean Bean coming back to life. Because, like, 1995, <laughs> this wasn't a thing about Sean Bean dying. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, like, um, have you ever seen the movie Flight Plan? The Jodie Foster yeah. one? He doesn't die in that movie. No. Because he's, he's the pilot. Yeah. I was like, wow. I don't know a Sean Bean movie where he doesn't die. <laughs> there's a TV show that um, he made with Ashley Judd. <laughs> oh, um, there's a name that hasn't been mentioned since 2007. <laughs> but he plays her husband and dies in the first episode. And one of the great twists was that in the last episode, you realize, no, he's still alive. That's the teaser for season two. I wonder if Sean Bean just gets a script and goes, I'm going to guess I'm dead by page yeah. 33. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like he's his contract. I'll only act if I die. Yeah, kind of like, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme doing the splits or John Travolta <laughs> dancing. <laughs> Wake up! Mister! So it's such a great cut there, too. Yeah. And this, this is where, like, people like Mallory and that who don't appreciate Austin Powers <laughs> need to appreciate it because, like, if you analyze James Bond films, why do they put them in an elaborate trap yeah. that they can easily escape from and don't <laughs> see? That's just like the line from Dr. Evil when he's like, what? I'm going to put them in a room with one guard and an easily escapable plan and not watch them die. What's the matter with that? <laughs> I have a gun in my room. We can kill him. <laughs> Scott, you just don't get it, do you? <laughs> You have a time machine. Why don't you just go back and kill him when he's on the crap or something like that? <laughs> Zip it. <laughs> oh, this music. Beautiful. <laughs> it sounds like, like a video game. <laughs> that was kind of a dated zoom in on the eyeballs. The, th- the thing, though, that to me is like the most stupidest thing about this is the fact that they leave the eject button within distance of his head. <laughs> and like, and there's a great view of the dummies as they go up. Like, they look so fake. I mean, this shot, too, lifted right out of Die Hard 2. Yeah. I like Die Hard 2. I like all the Die Hards except for the fifth one. I've not seen the fifth one. Don't ever watch it. Please <laughs> don't ever watch it. I've only it. seen the fourth one once. If I had to rank the diehards, I mean, I'd probably put the fourth one maybe as my second favorite. I'd honestly nearly put the first one as my favorite. Oh, I the re- first. Uh, the, no. sec- the second one, sorry. I really like the second one. And I always forget how good the third one is. Oh, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> just one of those ones that my dad and I just, he was like, we were bored on like a Saturday. What do you want to die hard? Okay. <laughs> what do you want? Highlander? Okay. <laughs> 
And he always put on the Predator, the first one, and he'd just always go, it's like, Ben, what? And it's like, ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. Oh, no, these are the, the military people. I was about to say, like, Sean B's waiting for him to escape. Hey, it's Professor Xavier's mansion. <laughs> Ah, they all look the same. It's Winnipeg. <laughs> I wonder if, like, in Russia, they make Russian movies where the Americans are just also evil. <laughs> oh, guaranteed they do. You know, we were talking about James Cameron earlier. I know I mentioned some Titanic episode that uh, there was a Nazi propaganda movie about the Titanic mm-hmm. made during mm-hmm. World War II that the entire plot James Cameron lifted. <laughs> So you know how we're going to do, like, The Room every year on the Oz yeah. Network? We should do Titanic every year. No. <laughs> Take a chance on me. That's how we got his, uh, <laughs> mum <Mama> me. <laughs> now, that's very coincidental. Like, her watch could have just died at the same time. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was just in an, a helicopter explosion. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that could have killed this watch, EMP. And again, not very good on his old uh, cover, is he? Who are you? I work for the British government. Yeah. Who are you? I'm not telling you. <laughs> She's a better spy than he is. Oh, come on. Okay, it's MI6. <laughs> I mean, Universal Exports. <laughs> when was the last time we had a Universal Exports? Has Daniel Craig had a Universal Quantum of Solace, he gave his card... Um, uh, during the, the dock scene, it said Universal Exports. Yeah, I don't. I like to forget uh, Quantum of Solace existed. <laughs> I don't like sand. And we're about to get the Quantum of Solace Bond girl in Johnny English 3. She'll probably be better in <laughs> She was like one of the worst Bond girls. Come on. No. Don't start this crap again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even rank Quantum of Solace that high, but it's like the movie's way better than. No one ranks Quantum of Solace high unless they are high. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry Fields, come on. <sighs> Don't. <laughs> Again, it, it, his name. you know my name. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's just like dropping hints about future Bond songs. Okay, I will rape your skull. <laughs> what? Rape your skull? <laughs> no chit-chat. Not just skull raping. <laughs> uh, can we, like, petition Arnold Schwarzenegger to be a Bond? <laughs> Meet the Bond! <laughs> Get to the chopper, Mr. Bond! Oh, uh, that would just be the great... Like, you know, Daniel Craig in this era of realism for James Bond. If all of a sudden, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's a villain, no one would care. They'd be like, yes! Let this guy fall! <laughs> Let it crumble! <laughs> yeah, he can just do all the theme songs. <laughs> The writing's on the wall. Dab 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 I could do uh, the living timelines and you can't understand it. <laughs> oh, 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 the living dead. Take on me. <laughs> Take on me. 
I love how, like, Horomov's is, like, a closet alcoholic. He's so drunk here. And then when they're running away in the car, he's just, like, loaded up on whiskey. Come on, you just won't let me shoot him. <laughs> you just killed James Bond! <laughs> Why doesn't he just kill him himself? <laughs> he was probably just beat this drunk with the leg of a chair. <laughs> now, one of the only good pieces of music in this movie, and I know we talked about this the other episode, but people probably forget. Um, they were so disappointed with the score for this movie that they asked another composer to at least do the music coming up in the tank chase here. Mm. So this cue right here, Eric Serra did, and then as soon as they leave here, the entire thing rescored by another composer at the last minute. Which, still, great music. I do like this. This theme, the only good piece he did. This is another good mission on uh, the GoldenEye game, the archives. Turn the archives! Oh, doesn't this remind you of The Mummy? Yeah. Please, let's those. do the Mummy movies. I haven't watched those in a long time. I've never seen the third one. It's, uh... Passable-ish. Ah, <laughs> oh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser should have been Bond. <laughs> oh, golly! A jacket! <laughs> <laughs> this is Canada now. Things are real up here. Did we have Urumov as a henchman? We haven't done the henchman yet. But, I mean... No, what did we do? Villains. Oh, that's right. Yeah, if we did a henchman rankings episode, it's going to be, like, so loaded. Like, we'll have to pick one from each movie. I, with this one, I would say you have to pick Zinja. Oh, Zinja. No way. No way you would not have her. But, like, you could easily say Boris and Urumov, and they would be, you know... Just as plausible. I almost think we'd have to do, like, a two-parter. Like, one would be the sort of the side ones, Mm -hmm. and then you would do the main ones. Because, like, I'd want to rank Boris somewhere, like... You hear that, Noah? (laughs) Let's do it! Yes, that's right, Noah. Who are you, with your dad in Korea or something like that? I fly to Canada to hang out with Colin. You're in Korea. Oh, I can't do that. I've got a friend. Oh, you've got friends now. All right? Well, sorry about that. Sorry. 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 Colin and I don't have friends, okay? No, he had time to do the Americans recap, but we said, we're going to save your favorite Bond movie. <laughs> oh, sorry, my parents are coming in for a month. And we have to have a week off or two of Lost because you're in Korea and I'm oh. in Canada. Like, and he's Colin, who doesn't travel at all. He's <laughs> <laughs> available for everything. <laughs> Can we just pick the movie with the most cleavage? Because Noah's just going to spend the whole commentary staring at the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love in-jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how good is this? There is a very good point, though, like on the everything wrong with when he gets that tank. Because you see him get into a tank that's like kind of wedged in with all the other ones. So how does he get it reversed out of the parking lot <laughs> through the wall? I love this bit when he kind of like spins out and he's like trying to get used to the tank. <laughs> 
Have you ever seen a tank hit about 60 kilometers an hour in 10 seconds? The one thing, though, about this that is true is, like, why does he, like, sit out of the tank for most of it and then realize he can go in the tank and do exactly the same thing? You know that tank we drove past yesterday? Yes. On the way to my nephew's house? Yes. We totally should have done this. Yeah. <laughs> well, no one in um, St. Petersburg blinks an eyelid because they're in Russia. Like, yeah. Oh, this is just every day. This just KGB drive down the street again. This in drunken generals. Yeah. I see it every day. Well, this is the thing with the Pierce Brosnan movies. It's like they always try to outdo themselves on chases in each movie. So you have tank chase and you have bike chase and you have boat chase and you have hovercraft chase. Now, if they were planning this from the start, how great would it have been if we could have seen him do his tie-straightening gag in the <laughs> yeah. tank, too? Oh, the best thing he does. You know, he could... If Pierce had done that in everybody, we have him straighten his tie. Obviously, the boat scene, the world's not off. Straighten his tie here. He could straighten his chest hair when Michelle Yeoh's <laughs> straddling him on the motorcycle. And then straightening his tie while he's sky-surfing the wave in Die Another Day. <laughs> Because that scene isn't bad enough. <laughs> Actually, that would have made that scene kind yeah. of passable. Though. Bring it full circle. Um, I, was, I think I was telling you off air that um, I was flicking channels the other night when we were in Kelowna and uh, Starship Troopers was on. Oh, yeah. And, like, Denise Richards actually isn't that bad in that movie. Oh, don't start that. No, oh. like, she's terrible in the world of enough. But, like, as in, you watch the, the, her in that and you're kind of like, okay, she's not terrible in Starship Troopers. I heard her in an interview, I think it was probably around the time The World's Not Enough came out, where she was talking about performance of Starship Troopers. She goes, I honestly can't watch it. It's like, I don't know why, in every scene of that movie, I'm smiling. Like, people are dying around me, and I have this grin on my face, and the director never told me to do anything otherwise. Um, I think I told you about the 30 Rock episode she was in, where she basically makes reference to her in The World's Not Enough. Oh, no. She's, like, playing herself, and there was just some, like, campy scene, which is like, I was a nuclear physicist in a movie. I know what I'm talking about. Or something. <laughs> like, she's just completely taking the piss out of her role in James Bond. It's really funny. I love 30 Rock. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode. It's, it's really clever. I love Tina Fey. Tina Fey for James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it must be one of those exploding cars. You know what's dumb in the Meg, amongst many other things, <laughs> is when the Meg eats the thing at the bottom of the ocean with Hero from jo uh, Jaws. For Heroes. From Heroes yeah, in heroes. it. And the thing explodes. Yeah. They're underwater. <laughs> like, at the most deepest level you can get in the water, and it explodes. That's Did like the Titanic explode when it landed at the bottom of the ocean? That's like Superman 4 when they're flying to the moon and the wind is blowing through their hair in space. <laughs> I do like this bit here to show that Bond can't kill cops. You can clearly see the cops in that car get crushed, but then they cut away and they're falling out of the car. Oh, no, we're fine. It's like in the old G.I. Joe cartoon. If you look in the background, anytime a plane explodes, you see people parachuting out. <laughs> oh, product placement. Perrier. Why is there a white guy in Russia just like he looks very American? Why is there a white guy in Russia? <laughs> I mean, like, he looks very American. White American. I like this pin. <laughs> zoom up on his face like, charge! <laughs> Who did you play in a James Bond? Oh, the man that randomly got out of the way of a car in St. <laughs> Petersburg. Because they really did this in St. Petersburg, didn't they? Like, this was actually... Oh, and I, I think from memory, they didn't really tell people that they were doing it. There was, like, an issue with this. And are there people in this walkway right now? <laughs> oh, look, Boris, look at the view. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and credit to Martin Campbell because this movie has a bit of a campy tone to it. Mm-hmm. And Casino Royale, none of this. Like even just the way he stages the action, completely different in one movie to the next. I love how he looks. This is where he should straighten his tie. Yeah, he, oh, does! he does. He does. I knew there was another bit in a Peace Brothers <laughs> movie where he does. I want him straightening his chest hair on the motorcycle. <laughs> Doesn't beat under the water tide straightening, though. He's so drunk. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even know where he is right now. (laughs) I wish they had have done more about this train. I like this idea of this sort of like stealth bullet train thing. How did he get up there? (laughs) (laughs) And how do they not see that? It's a tank. Look or, up! Or hear it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Must be one of those quiet tanks. You know when you watch old war movies and like you can hear the tank from like 10 kilometers away? <laughs> Bit of CCP product price placement. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the United Soviet Socialist Republic product placement in GoldenEye. Oh, she looks good in that black outfit. <laughs> Just the black outfit? Oh. He looks good oh, in anything. He looks good in that black outfit too. <laughs> Tastes like strawberries. strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so creepy about Sean Bean in this movie. <laughs> He's still getting tanked. <laughs> Why is he so angry at him? Like good for Bond, bad for you. You've had like three opportunities to kill him, Trevelyan. <laughs> like how about nine years ago? Yes, exactly. Oh, there's some more drunk Russians digging up the railroad. <laughs> what is this train drive past? No. <laughs> We'd have Wait, 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 wait. So it wasn't Daniel Craig's first time. <laughs> we, we had everything. We had gangbangs every night. <laughs> See, calling a gangbang is... Uh... <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> How did he get there? <laughs> he somehow got ahead of a train in a tank. <laughs> the drunk Russian guy. <laughs> Does he honestly think she's just going to be like, yes, do me here on the table? You know what the strange thing about Sean Bean? Like, Sean Bean has one of the most devoted female followings of, like, any movie star. <laughs> I remember this was, the, like, this was even post-Lord of the Rings. Like, this is Sean Bean, like, you know, even pre-Game of Thrones. And they did a poll um, in England about, you know, who are the most desirable men. And Sean Bean came in second to Orlando Bloom. Oh, that's a travesty. I was Orlando Bloom number one on anything, <laughs> except for the stupidest faces. <laughs> Stupidest face. I don't like Orlando Bloom. I prefer Orlando Jones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they look very similar, but... Um... <laughs> oh, the train. It looks like the burning skull from Live and Let Die. <laughs> and this, what's his name on the side? <laughs> T. <laughs> How does the train stop that quickly and not derail? Yeah. <laughs> It literally stops, like, in a couple of meters. And remember, there's a helicopter on this train that they can escape <laughs> on. <laughs> now, Armov wants to go. She's got blackberry earrings. 
It's not strawberry. <laughs> Thought I'd forgotten you, eh? <laughs> I love that line. You first. Second. <laughs> what? I will find him! <laughs> <laughs> Way to ruin a classic moment. <laughs> I love Daniel's reaction here. I would. Picks <laughs> <laughs> a finger. Finger looking good. I just love like he's so childish, Trevelyan. I wouldn't know. I would. <laughs> What is a Cossack? I don't know, some racist term for Russians. <laughs> He's very... Irritable in this movie. More money than God? That's impossible. Oh, money penny. Uh, Cossack just means Ukrainian-Russian. <laughs> yeah, racist, eh? <laughs> She's still just licking her lips. That's so true. Like, she needs nothing to me. Like, it's... He's let's... met her once in a jail cell. That's a public hormone to just shoot her. <laughs> and that's a hormone gone. <laughs> Does he get, just get shot in the shoulder, though? Who? Hormone? Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hacker. <laughs> it's a unique it's a system. system. I, I know, know this. <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> Diploma. <laughs> I was going to point out Colin he's wearing right now. I, I have a t-shirt. Jurassic Park style that says, it's a unique system. I know this. I'm so buying that t-shirt. <laughs> and why is there a helicopter in this, this train? <laughs> why? Yours doesn't have one? Oh, true. With a perfect internet connection... This is 1995. They still need a cable. And if they're going to build a trap door into this train car, why do they cover it in carpet? <laughs> it's not even a rug. He has to pull the carpet up with staples and everything. <laughs> Again, just blow it up now. <laughs> <laughs> that looks so fake. You can see the dummies in the thing. <laughs> This is another thing I remember on the um the game with the you had the laser watch in the game that was fun. Boris, what is a spike? Uh, it's a character on Buffy, <laughs> played by James Masters. Is this like the 1995 version of like a poke? <laughs> <laughs> you were poked on Facebook. Natalia has poked you <laughs> on Unix systems. <laughs> <laughs> this is real dialogue in a James Bond movie. What else do you call your bottom? I do love like Bond's reaction. What? <laughs> you sit on it. Would you can't take it with him? Bond's like chair. 
Woo, Toronto! Gee, she knows the geography. <laughs> Where are the sparks coming from? Same place explosions come from. No! And they're dead. That was not six minutes. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and this is the thing, though, like... <laughs> this is where she's all of a sudden like, Oh, I want to make out with you. <laughs> <laughs> Boys with toys. And again, I'm a huge fan of Daniel Craig, but even Daniel Craig will admit, he's like, comedy is not my thing. I, I miss a Bond that really could just, just with a look, make you laugh. Yeah, no, I would heavily agree with that with Daniel Craig. <laughs> Although, when you see Logan Lucky, like, he does comedy well in that. Maybe more of it in the next one. Oh, wouldn't it just be great to basically meet a woman for a second time and just making up by the side of a railroad in Russia? Just a casual Saturday night for Piers Brosnan. <laughs> Now, this upcoming scene on the beach, though, it is bad. Because they need to save the world, but let's have a quick piss up where we bone in the forest. This whole, it's what keeps me alive scene. No. It's what Not keeps my you alone. It's what keeps you alone. Now they're, they're, just <laughs> they're way too happy considering the world's about to end. My whole life I dreamed about going to the Caribbean. And Bond's there smiling, doing your favorite thing. <laughs> He smiles too much in this movie. Ah, oh, classic Caribbean drivers. <laughs> landing their planes. In <laughs> they did that all the time in Nassau when we were there. <laughs> Funny note about uh, drivers in the Bahamas of the Caribbean is that... <laughs> Don't say anything will, racist, Colin. They, they will come up within inches of you. You'll be crossing a street. They won't. You're like, they're not breaking, they're not breaking. They'll come within inches of you. And just stop. They're like, oh, it's okay. Go ahead. Yep. Sounds like when I was in Thailand and Malaysia. Like, <laughs> Oh, so anybody of a different ethnicity is a bad driver. There are to white people in Asia. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's, a, here's a reverse racism thing. When we were in the Bahamas, uh, we're like shopping one day and there's a white woman you know, as the cashier. And Jamie's like, so where are you from? And she's like, I'm from here. I was born here. <laughs> there's white people in... Caribbean? I remember when I went to Ottawa, I did a day tour, and there was like, you know, like four people on this tour, and uh, there was two ladies, they were from, I think they were from the Bahamas, but it, it was snowing in Ottawa that day, and these two women, these poor things were like going like, oh, I've never, this is terrible, <laughs> like it's, it's like 38 degrees back home right now. <laughs> oh yeah, like when we showed up at our hotel, there would be people wearing winter jackets, oh. and it was overnight lows of 18 degrees Celsius. Yeah, I remember being in Malaysia, walking down the street, and you're literally in the furnace of hell. Uh, it's so hot, your skin's falling off, and there are people walking around in leather jackets and jeans, and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Doesn't exist. He says New Zealand. Woo, New Zealand. <laughs> Jack Wade is actually an exceptionally poor CIA <laughs> agent. I love this. He said, I've never been to New Zealand, but the subtitle said, I've never been there. <laughs> the one New Zealand reference in the history of James They cut Bond. it out of the subtitles. <laughs> they know the New Zealanders can't read anyways. They won't take offense to it. Too busy with their sheep. 
I do like the fact that, like, it was so publicised about the big BMW deal that James Bond got mm-hmm. about this time, and, like, in this movie, it's shown for, what, like, two minutes? Yeah. Get a bit more in Tomorrow Never Dies, but the ugly dad car in Tomorrow Never <laughs> Dies, then you get, like, one scene of it in The World Is Not Enough, and then they scrap it for Die Another Day for the uh, Aston Martin deal. At least, it was, at least it was a good scene in The World Is Not Enough. Yeah, well... But, it, yeah, you're right. Like, that was a huge deal. Because mm, I remember my sister's, like, obsessed with BMWs, and I remember her, like, oh, I might actually watch James Bond movies now. Because there's a BMW in it? Yeah, my sister was like that. She's weird. No, not this scene. I don't like sand. It's cool. It's rough. Gets everywhere. Bond does not mope, okay? I love Pierce Brosnan. Love this movie. But this is why it was number eight on my list. And this is coming from a person who I think from memory defended the licking fingers scene in Casino Royale. Because he's like hugging her in the shower. But he wasn't (laughs) moping on the beach there. But Bond doesn't have feelings and care about a woman in pain. (laughs) Bond's causing the pain on the woman, right? (laughs) She's just having a rest. We'll be on soon. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the time in the world. We have all the time. Okay, cool. but it's, it's just, it's also, first it looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> Secondly, in the last scene, he was laughing, smiling, almost inappropriately jovial. And then why all of a sudden out of nowhere does he get depressed because his best friend's evil? I'm just looking at his hair. <laughs> She gets so snappy at him so quickly, though. Like, poor Bond's having an emotional moment. And she's just like, you think you can impress him with your guns? And he's just like, what? What did I say? I'm sad. My friend's evil. Uh, coming from the same ethnic background, that's Russian women. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, me uh, as a two-year-old. I'm crying. I'm crying. Deal with it. But he does kind of get a bit rapey here. <laughs> like, she's like, no. This is like swept away all over again. <laughs> Oh, now she's getting rapey. Ah, classic Russian. <laughs> In Russia, women rape you. <laughs> Soviet Russia, no such thing as rape. <laughs> and now they're on fire. Because the sex was so good. <laughs> they started that fire with the friction of their bodies. <laughs> the sparks of chemistry between them in the sheets. Meanwhile, Trevelyan has set up a dish and blown up London. I think that would be so funny if all of a sudden he wakes up like, oh, breaking news, London has been flattened by an EMP. All because he had to get laid, he missed it. Oh, how does what... he know that they're not going to use this golden eye satellite exactly. now? It's one of those classic sheets which only covers like the top half of yeah. her body, but down... And you know what? Their anatomies are not lined up right now either. Yeah. He's hitting her kneecap. But you know Pierce Brosnan's so big that it just like... <laughs> um, that's domestic violence, smothering a man. Trying to kill him. <laughs> Stop having sex and save the world! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Why do they have to fly the plane so low? <laughs> I know. What if, what if well, the Megalodon be... just bit that plane? <laughs> they don't want to be picked up by the giant satellite that nobody's ever seen. <gasps> Do they say where specifically this is supposed to be? Cuba. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, I missed the part. Where Didn't you hear the... Dun, 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 <laughs> and he's wearing his Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sexist. She's a woman, Pierce. Oh, they're laughing again. 
That's Cooper. Who hit me? We lose such Alan. track of all the podcasts we record. We're now making jokes that people listen to Double Oz Seven have no clue what we're talking about. There it is. You will get it when you listen to the Oz Networks. Bad windshields here. It's a little bit bumpy. We would have landed by the time we get it. It's Cooper. We're gonna crash. We're gonna crash. Alan. <laughs> There's an effect. <laughs> how are they not on fire? Like, how are they surviving? He's trying to land, and she's, like, grabbing him. And now they do the, um, the brace position. <laughs> brace, brace, brace. I'm about to say a Spinosaurus. <laughs> Should this whole forest just be engulfed in flames by yes! this movie too? The Great Forest Fire of Cuba, <laughs> 1995. 15 well, villages were wiped we out. We stopped the satellite, but we burnt all of Cuba in the process. Just like the Marvel and DC movies, they destroy a city <laughs> to stop Zod. I will fight him. <laughs> and I just love how like he gets out of his plane, he's completely fine, he just passes out. James Bond doesn't pass out. <laughs> Not my Bond. <laughs> He's already trying to go with her again. <laughs> Didn't we, work, yeah. out, didn't we work out that Pierce Brosnan has a thing for dead women? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this a thing? Especially if they smell like... Terry Hatcher next movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, thing I wouldn't want is not enough. <laughs> yeah, that was his necro scene. <laughs> Electra. Doesn't necro it on with um, Rosamund Pike in... Oh, no, he's in the separate part of the plane. Uh, he does get on with Halle Berry's personality, though. Oh. Read this, bitch. Brosnan's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? A helicopter? <laughs> Trevelyan? Look, parachutes for the both of us. <laughs> oh, not anymore. <laughs> That's what they should do with, like, Bond. Like, in the final movie of each actor they should somehow bring all the villains back and have like an <laughs> Avengers style thing like build it up so in Die Another Day it's like Xenia and uh, and um Rosamund Pike Drunken Oromong <laughs> uh Elliot Carver <laughs> <laughs> oh this is karate sex all over again murder my murder Damn. She really did enjoy a good squeeze. Wait for your turn. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a scene we were robbed of seeing. <laughs> now what if the helicopter just blew up there, though? What if it just crashed directly on there? <laughs> now, I love that she is... This tree should be ripped out, but she is pulling the helicopter down right now. I mean, if there's an R-rated movie, her torso is ripped in half right now and her guts are flying everywhere. That just shows you how strong that woman's core is. That <laughs> she pulled the helicopter down. And a helicopter explodes within, like, a few meters yeah. of them and they just go, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope in the world of spies there is a person like James Bond who yeah. just kills someone and just, like, I think he got the point. <laughs> He'll never be the head of a major corporation. <laughs> Not a good time to lose one's head. 
I think he got ahead of himself. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen all those, um, the Nike posters that they're ripping off of that guy and they've got all the parody ones? So, oh, there's, there's some really funny ones. Like, you don't really like Friends, but there's like a picture of Ross and it just says, Pivot, just do it. Like, it's from a Friends episode. But like, they're just like complete rip-offs. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pivot! Pivot! <laughs> to the right! To the right! <laughs> now, how do they build this thing underwater and drain it? <laughs> the logistics. Like, you know how they, when they release a Star Wars movie, they'll release, like, the visual guide and they have the yeah. cross-section and how they built it? Like, I want the James Bond visual guide. This is how they built Atlantis. <laughs> and, like, this pond is approximately 700 feet deep as well yep. to fit this thing. And, of course, they can have all this construction and everything and build it in Cuba with no, anyone building, blinking an eye. Yeah. Castro what, was turning a blind eye to well, it. One thing that's actually... I, I, you don't watch... Um, you've never seen Breaking Bad, right? And no. So, like, it's a better call soul, like the prequel at the moment. So, like, there's... In the later seasons of Breaking Bad, they've got, like, this facility underneath a laundromat, essentially, where they, you know, cook the meth. And what's happening in Better Call Saul right now is they're actually going to the process of showing how they were able to build this massive, like, underground lab. To And it's, like, it's really clever. Like, they're just the process of, like, building something that big. So, like, this is what we need. We need, like, how did they build this under That's a lake? The prequel where we can yeah. see all the workers there. <laughs> Oh, that's our a, a view to a kill henchman yeah. <laughs> academy. <laughs> and there's that cartoon satellite again, with the Earth spinning really fast. <laughs> Where are all the dead fish? Like, were they not fish in that lake? And why is every shot of the satellite in slow motion? Yeah. And why are they running? Like, you were allowed to have sex before, but now you got to run. Yeah, they had all the time in the world for the last day and a half. Back when Bond movies had good final lairs to hunt. It wasn't just a house in Scotland. Oh, come on. Skyfell, <laughs> that's a classic climax. Bond. Well, you could have done that already like 20 times. <laughs> you won't take a hint. I want you to die a slow and painful death. Take the hint. Oh, sorry. 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 Another great level in the GoldenEye game. Oh, yeah. The Cradle. Oh, well, I'm glad you're there to tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they wearing helmets? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Cuban military. And those are the whitest Cubans I've ever seen. <laughs> Wee! This looks like it would be fun. Like, Pierce browsing out, they, they could have made rides out of this. With this and then the world is not enough, uh, the oil tunnel. Yeah. But, of course, if well, that's got to hurt your back. <laughs> oh, they're going to start having sex again now. <laughs> Seeing as I don't get, it's like... They they blow it up so quickly when they're in Seven Eye. They've got this big dramaticness right now of like the target is London. Like why don't they just do it straight away? And like, what type of tech is this that in order to activate it, you have a laser beam shoot out from your <laughs> mouse and basically hit an icon on your giant screen? Yeah. There's the Earth with no landmass. And look how it's spinning so quick. <laughs> 
the uh, like NASA and all the other space agencies must have been asleep that day to see a you know a satellite that had never been tracked before. <laughs> yeah, like there's an international space station up there. <laughs> wasn't it still? Um, was it Mir? Or was that the Russian one back in the nineties? Oh yeah, Mir. They're not wearing helmets. Yeah, only outdoors you get the helmets. <laughs> I love that Bond's little Walter PPK is so powerful that it threw men six feet back when he hit them with one bullet. I watched another one of those random top tens on YouTube and it's like lies that movie tell you and it's like that people fall back when you get shot by a bullet. Like yeah. it doesn't happen like that. Look how attractive he's there. What a beautiful man. Why do they keep him alive? You don't... There's no reason to keep this man alive right now. That's what keeps him alive. (laughs) Yeah, stupid henchmen and villains. He enjoys that. (laughs) To the left. To the left. (laughs) And they're the worst henchmen. Like, he could have left them on. They didn't hear this beeping. And the smell of, like, liquid. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the red liquid that's dripping from the ceiling. Ah, oh, that's fine. It's just Cuban water. What a great set, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's let's pick our favorite climax base. Climax! Like, <laughs> this, the, the stealth boat, um, the submarine, or... The, the the plane in Die Another Day. I really like the stealth boat. I just really like yeah. that idea of the stealth boat. It's like it's really clever. I mean, I'm a fan of all of them. I think they've all got their purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've always said the Daniel Craig ones lack really good finale locations. Yeah. That's like their weakness. Um, oh, the sinking house in Casino Royale is pretty cool. Eh, yeah. I mean, it's it's good, but... I don't know. I, it's just not one that stands out. Like, you remember these. How old is Q? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's still younger than Sean Bean's character is supposed to be in this movie. <laughs> uh, I'd probably go with the stealth boat or this. I, I'd, I'd agree. I think the stealth boat's a great location. I mean, the sub's all right, but, like, it's just kind of... It ends up being, like, three people. It, and that weird thing, thing where they've got to escape to get, like, launched out, like, which yeah. I never understand. Like, and, the only thing that the, the, the sub lacks in World is Not Enough is just making it a bigger scale. It's like hmm. in You Only Live Twice, we're not just going to build a base in the bottom of a volcano, we're going to build the biggest base you've ever seen. And here, you know, you have this this bunker for the satellite, and it's just this massive set. You know, the stealth boat was massive, the airplane was massive, the submarine was a submarine. And it's maybe one of the last ones where we've, because I know Noah always talks about having disposable armies kind of coming after him. So mm-hmm. the, I mean, Tomorrow Never Die sort of has one, but this has got a big one. So this is probably the yeah. last bomb film we've had, like a real disposable army in the last sequence. But, I mean, you know, I know you don't like Die Another Day, but, like, the planes, it, at least it's got a sense of urgency about the plane because they're on a plane that's blowing up and they've got to, you know, how are they going to get off this plane? Well, they got a man in a Robocop suit controlling <laughs> it. It's not that much urgency. I do like the line here when he's just basically like, so basically you're just a bank robber. <laughs> this is the plot of Live Free or Die Hard. <laughs> And then also 24, season 7. Yeah. With Tony Almeida. <laughs> After all this, you're just a common thief. I am an exceptional thief. <laughs> Tastes like strawberries. 
that's a great line. Like little subtle things they do in this movie that give you a different take on the whole spy world. Like all the vodka martinis, uh, what do you say, silence uh, all the men that you've killed. They, I read something about like references to his wife's death, and they always claim that that's a reference. Like, Which one? And all the, the dead ones you couldn't protect. Or oh, yeah. Like that. They reckon that that's a direct reference to his ex-wife. It's like Pussy just died yeah. <laughs> two minutes later. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I love his smile. <laughs> She's like bashing this guy up, and he's just like, oh, look at that. I just love guy. Alan coming flailing his arms. No, no. I love his shirt. <laughs> white shirt. So that's from the Jack Wade collection. Jordana! Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 facial expression. It's one thing, like, when you talk about Roger Moore can just sell a scene with a facial expression. Like, Pierce Brosnan's doing a oh, pretty yeah, good job in this movie. He's almost as good as Roger Moore. What's Boris going to do at this point? Oh, you're right, Natalia. Yeah. I quit! <laughs> <laughs> she works on the guidance system. <laughs> on a Unix system. Oh, that, that really pissed her off. <laughs> Don't you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever say that again, Boris. It's not in the guidance system. <laughs> Retro rockets firing. Well, they know what they say. Everything retro is new again. Seriously, I just want to see one island on the Earth. Just anything to know that, that our planet survived. Count, what is it? Count to six seconds? One. Yeah. Two. Oh, no. Well, it's all the same. It's water world. The whole world. The planet's yeah. covered in water. How do you know what the Atlantic is? Because <laughs> I'm invincible. <laughs> I want to see those two in a buddy cop movie, Trevelyan and Boris. <laughs> Don't you ever touch a white Russian's radio, boy! <laughs> you know, th- there's an urgency here. He's got minutes, so let me do everything with one hand. <laughs> hey, you can do a lot with one hand, Colin. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was actually pretty decent <laughs> Movie time right does work sometimes Except for all our listeners who missed our little <laughs> Day shift earlier Now this is where I got um, Shut down didn't I about the deaths in this scene Because you would know like no one dies in this scene yeah. But the, you see them there like ah! And well, you do see bodies on the ground They're moving their hands in the air But, but again like there are bodies on the Unless ground in some scenes. we know that there's somebody who's dying. Like, look at this. This guy walks through a flame there. Okay, he's dead. Look, he's, all these people are so... Okay, they're they're dead! The, Those two people are... The they're canoe. dead! No, this is the canoe <laughs> all over again. Like, a canoe got turned over on them. Colin, people were burning to death right there. <laughs> Which is funny, but we don't see them die. What are those things on his back? Is it like first aid kit or something like that? <laughs> Yeah, this guy was just a poor medic. He's so weak, he gets hit in the head twice on the side of a thing, barely, you know. Do you know how to use this? No, I just work on the guidance system. (laughs) 
that's like a, a trope in a movie that often doesn't get enough criticism. The, do you know how to use this scene? And then somebody gets a gun and they're like... Yeah. How are any of these computers running when everything has blown up around them? And what does that achieve if he moves, kill him? Yeah. Like, he's the only person that can fix that. Listen to this music. Boom! <laughs> dum, dum, dum. I'm really not as down on the music as you are. <laughs> oh, but I like doing it the day. Well, this is the one good cue right here, though. Same one from earlier. Now, we go back to what I just said about movie time does work sometimes. This is a lot longer than two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's Naboo. I don't think that's Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Newton Rune was somewhere up there. Can I put this up here? As far as physical bonds go, Pierce Brosnan, like... How, how, which, can you even imagine Roger Moore, Sean Connery running? No. I mean, Daniel Craig, you can. Uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, running, <laughs> running, running. This is where Tom Cruise gets his inspiration from. Pierce Brosnan and yeah. Goldeneye. That was clearly a stunt double climbing those stairs, though. My dad has a thing whenever you watch a, like an action movie, which is kind of true when you think about it. They always go up. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, dad will be like, they always go up. <laughs> where does he actually think he's going to be going in this, though? Like, there is nowhere to go. I guess he's got to stop the satellite moving, but... <laughs> Let, let's do this in slow motion. What is he typing right now? I have no idea. Antenna reap. <laughs> but, like, if you look at the keys he's hitting, he's clearly just button mashing there. Yeah. It's like a, an Olympic-style video game where you do his button mash. Is this the best hand-on-hand fight since From Russia With Love? Oh, yeah, hands down. <laughs> Look at that man run. I love that. <laughs> His performance just evolves into grunts <laughs> and squeaks. Oh, there's blood there. <laughs> Tastes like strawberries. <laughs> it can camouflage! <laughs> Dominus Rex just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Clever girl. Alan. Alan. <laughs> Travalian. <laughs> Cossack. <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> And I think this was, like, limited stunt doubles too, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, that's obviously... Well, it's clearly Sean Bean and Chris Brosnan. And this, again, wasn't acting. (laughs) I wanted to be James Bond! I'm the sexiest man in England. No, I'm the sexiest man in England. And then Chris Brosnan's like, If you don't cooperate, I'm going to put a curse on you that you will die in every movie and TV show that you're ever in. Shut up, Pierce! I'm going to contractually obligate you to do Mamma Mia! (laughs) Don't say that! And your last James Bond film won't be well received by critics. And Madonna will be in with it, you. No! (laughs) Just shoot him! (laughs) 
See? Nobody does it better. <laughs> I was always better. <laughs> Who says it's my first time? <laughs> that would hurt. And Pierce Brosnan sells pain more than yeah. any other Bond oh, yeah. scene. Including, I, I'll say including Daniel Craig. I just want him to like fart because <laughs> he's coming down the stairs. <laughs> what if he just pulls down his pants and just takes a dump right over? <laughs> That'll get Pierce Brosnan to drop. Since that's leaking on him. <laughs> this is like the uh, the Survivor Oz Jonathan Penner thing. Well, maybe if you have to make them eat a piece of poo. <gasps> I'll never let go. I'm flying, Alec. I'm flying. <laughs> Come, Josephine, in my flying machine. Up she goes. <laughs> Where to, miss? To the stars. <laughs> You're trembling. <laughs> that just reminds me of the cable guy, which what, oh, yeah. came out like a year after this. Because he actually says that in that bit. It's like, it's like that scene from Goldeneye. <laughs> it's not a movie! <laughs> Such an underrated movie, The I Cable love Guy. The cable Guy. guy. <laughs> Stevie, it's time to leave. <laughs> Don't you want somebody to oh, I love that song. You know, um, this is Cable Guy episode. Now, uh, the Much Music, which is the Canadian MTV, they have their video awards every year. Mm-hmm. And Jim Carrey won the best male music video for somebody to love from the cable. I think guy. I bought that on single. Like, you could actually buy it on single. Oh, it's such a good soundtrack. Oh, no. Yeah. This is for taking a jump on my face! <laughs> <laughs> and then he lets, like, diarrhea go down. How the hell does he survive this, though? I love the cut there they do to him screaming. Yeah, with Boris. There's so much fire in space, isn't there, where there's no oxygen? Yep. <laughs> this is where he takes it. <laughs> Stop smiling. <laughs> right now, I just want to spread his little Waterloo. <laughs> I wanted to jump on the helicopter and lands in the blades. <laughs> Oh, Pierce Brosnan did it first, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty epic way to kill someone. <laughs> like, oh, this is now. like the death scene that wouldn't end. Yeah. We don't kill Sean Bean once. We kill him six times in this movie. It's like Will Ferrell's character in the Austin Powers movie. Yeah. I'm badly burned down here, James. My leg is badly broken. And it's starting to smell like almonds. (laughs) (laughs) The first one when he's... I'm badly burned. (laughs) And he's like, yes, no, not dead. Burnt. And you hear bang, bang. You shot me. You shot shot me in the the face. face. (laughs) This is a look at people's face. (laughs) All right. Meanwhile, Boris has just died. (laughs) I am invincible. I think everyone has an epic way to die in this movie, except yeah. for Oromov. It's kind of just like, bang, you're dead. And why are these CIA people just hiding in the bushes? <laughs> like, what is their end game? How long do we have to wait here for, Jack? Shh, they're coming. <laughs> G- 
Jesus, something so horny. He just like got snatched up a little bit. This is totally the Goldfinger finale, though. Aren't like all the Bond movies <laughs> Goldfinger? Oh, she likes that though. <laughs> <laughs> now you just turned her off, James. Why is he saying Miles? He's British. You know the metric system, Pierce. I love how he just references plants all the time. <laughs> just, why is he obsessed with plants? How long were they just going to stay there in the grass while you, everything was destroyed around them? And you don't hear three helicopters just hovering yeah. above? That hasn't dated well. Guantanamo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to have a big Pierce Brosnan smile here. <laughs> it's not... No. He does have a good smile, though. Oh, he has a beautiful smile. Like everything on Pierce Brosnan. It's so beautiful, but... No, he should not be smiling that much as James Bond. Why are there legs dangling out of the helicopter? I can just see... That's the first time I've ever noticed that. Soldiers have to sit somewhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, they were just going to lay in the bushes as they fucked, basically. <laughs> like, Jack Way was going to be ten minutes late. Now, how lucky are we that Eric Sarah gave us this beautiful piece of music, the experience of love or whatever, <laughs> for the final song? Was this the last, like, really bad closing credit scene? Yeah. Well, when do they start the closing credit songs? I mean, we had variations. Mm. You know, Man with a Golden Gun, Spy Who Loved Me did variations the disco version uh, Moonraker but <laughs> still a better thing <laughs> there was Mini Driver there was um, If You Ask Me To in uh, License to Kill Ask Me To this one we had the Katie Lang song which is superior to the Cheryl Crow one no Tomorrow Never Dies who's Derek Meddings uh, crew member was he a stunt guy James Bond <laughs> uh, well you haven't had it since Tomorrow Never Dies have we oh no there was one in the world is not enough what, a closing credit song? Yeah. No, they just used the James Bond theme in that. No, I swear there's one in the world. I think there was an alternate one that they didn't use, and they just used score music. Derek Meddings was oh, a British... Oh, wait, it was Dancing Queen! Yeah. <laughs> Derek Meddings was a British film and television special effects. Yeah. I swear there's a song in the world is not enough credits. No. Oh, let's start World's Enough Commentary, part two. No, I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> This is where I just make fun of names while Ben's trying to find a song that doesn't exist. Well, there was um, the Die Another Day remix in Die Another Day. I don't want real songs here. I want the name Stephen Sally Banks. <laughs> Luke Rutter. My brother and I would stay through all the credits, and we would just do that with names like Mark Bullimore. <laughs> Charlie Bodycomb. Arnold broke tradition by not ending the film with a new song or a reprise. Okay. Oh, oh. Originally, so Arnold intended to use Only Myself to Blame. But, like, I knew yeah. that song's on the soundtrack. Okay. So you were wrong. Is I what was wrong. Saying. I admit I was wrong, Colin Hilding. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> uh, we still don't know when Noah's going to be done with his dad, so do we want to do a random generator? I don't have my computer on me. Alternate? I moved it. <laughs> what is it? Andrew dot... Hedges dot... Number dot generated dot com dot I don't know. <laughs> I can't I, even type Andrew on my phone. I think we just stick to Diamonds Are Forever, and then if we do another one, we just do it on air at the beginning yeah. again because that makes it fun. 
Not that people downloading the episode don't know. Like, people downloaded yeah. this thing, <laughs> GoldenEye commentary. Oh, I wonder what they're going to do. Wait a second. When you search Andrew Hedges, it comes up with Andrew H. Hedges first, followed by Andrew Hedges Random Thing Picker. I just type random number generator. That's how I Google it. And then it comes up. It's like the third option, I think. Uh, yeah. Andrew.Hedges.Name. Experiments. So, I mean, I can't even remember which ones off the top of my head we've done now because I don't have my computer on me. Oh, um, Spectre again. I think we need to do Spectre next. <laughs> it's a sign. It keeps coming up. Yeah. All right, Spectre's our next one if we can't do Diamonds Up yeah. Forever. Spectre? The people of St. Petersburg. You're right. They filmed it there. Principality of Monaco. Oh, Ferrari. There the Nini Valley Railway. Air Glaciers. Sa. Um... James Bond will return. Oh, it's not as bad as freaking... James Bond was filmed in blah, 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 and space! <laughs> James Bond was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Damage artists. All right, well, that's gold. Now, do we have any final thoughts? Um, it's awesome. It is. It's great. Xenia's awesome. Second best Bond movie of all time. Now let's do the commentary on the trailer! <laughs> Actually, we've never done that, <laughs> Oh, we've already gone through our rankings, which I think how we normally end these. Yeah, we kind of did that at the beginning, didn't we? Um, yeah, alright, well, Diamonds Are Forever, and... Maybe Spectre. Maybe Spectre. Etc. Etc. Uh, let's commentate on the DVD menu. Yes. Uh, I remember these, like, the, this was like the the standard menu for all the James yeah. Bond movies for such a long time. Oh, that's a nice bum. <laughs> that was Sean Bean he was talking about right there. <laughs> <laughs> um... Alright, well, cool. Ta-ta. Have a nice day. My name is Ben, and I'm going to go get on to- on top of things. And my name is Colin, and I'm going to get out from under. My name's Bond. James Bond. Charming, sophisticated secret agent. <laughs> I think you're a sexist, misogynist dinosaur. A relic of the Cold War. Xenia Sergeyevna on the top. On the top? I trust you'll stay on the top of things. You're right, time to go. No, no, no. No more foreplay. Don't ever do that again. Why can't you just be a good boy and die? Don't say it. The writing's on the wall. I'm strangling the cat. Strangling a cat. You're late, 007. Have to stop in the bathroom. Jack Wade, CIA. James Bond, stiff-ass bread. Do you have a license to kill? Not to break the traffic laws. What's that, James? No glib remark? No pithy comeback? That's the trouble with the world today. No one takes the time to do a really sinister interrogation anymore. Boris! Boris! Back! God! I am invincible! I want sarcasm, Mr. Tanner. I'll talk to my children. Thank you very much. I like a woman who enjoys pulling rank.
Who's that? Natalia Simonova. Natalia Simonova. You check her out. Head to toe. Lovely girl. Tastes like blue strawberries. I wouldn't know. Like what? She's a moron. A second level programmer. She works on the guidance system. Once again, the pleasure was all yours. You'll understand if I don't call. I won't lose sleep over it. Don't touch that! It's my lunch. For England, James? No. For me. Sweet dreams. Coffee?